Animaniacs, welcome to the newest episode of the Needless Things Podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture dorkery. I'm your host, Dave, and I want to wish you a happy, successful, wonderful new year. And also, I want to personally invite you to a live recording of the Needless Things Podcast for the 200th episode that's right, the Needless Things Podcast 200th episode extravaganza is happening at the In-Town Coffee House in Atlanta, Georgia on January 25th. I mentioned this, I think, last week. Uh, doors open at 7.30, show starts at 8. I have guests lined up, I have musical acts lined up. I don't want to tell you too much about it right now. Uh, because I think everybody's going to be pretty delighted with the format that I've chosen. And if you've been paying attention for the last few years, you may have a good idea of what kind of live Needless Things podcast I would want to put on. But January 25th, mark it on your calendar, 7.30 p.m. Uh, show up a little early if you want to. We're still working out some of the, the uh, details about it, but it will be a big live show that will be recorded uh, both audio and video for the 200th episode of the Needless Things podcast. Uh, go to Facebook if you're in the Needless Things podcast Facebook group. It's there. It's pinned. Sign up. Uh, RSVP. Do whatever you got to do. Uh, and also, please spread the word. This is going to be a lot of fun. I expect all of you guys that are, you know, convenient to Atlanta to be there. Uh, but I definitely, it's it's going to be something you don't have to be uh, you don't have to know the podcast. You show up and you're going to get the format immediately. You're going to understand what's going on. It's going to be a great time for everyone. Uh, we're going to, you, you know how I do. We're going to have audience participation. Uh, we're going to have the needless things are regulars. And like I said, we've got, we've got music. We've got different things happening. We have guests, informative guests, panel. There's going to be panel. I'm telling you, you're going to love this. I'm so excited about it. I don't even know what I'm going to do. And I've got to give a big, huge thank you uh, to our friends Ricky and Bambi and Jazz for coming in here, swooping in at the last possible minute when I thought I was going to end up just having to do kind of a, a big episode and not be able to do the live show that I've been wanting to do for, for a year now uh, because I couldn't get a venue. And those guys save the day there that's that's it that's exactly what happened so uh go to the needless things podcast facebook group join it if you haven't joined it already and uh the first pen post there is the event and you can also look up needless things podcast 200th episode extravaganza and you'll find the event page rcp uh just clear your clear your schedule for that evening january 25th because you do not want to miss this 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 I, I hate to put it over too big, but this is going to be momentous. It is an occasion and, you know, it'll, it'll be up on YouTube. It'll be the 200th episode of the podcast, obviously, but you don't want to miss out on seeing it live. It's something really special. Uh, my heart and soul is going into this because it's, yeah, it's something I've dreamed of doing since I was very, very young. 
uh, for, for 30 years now at least. Uh, this has been a dream of mine. As a matter of fact, that timing is, is pretty excellent considering. But like I said, more details to come. But for now, all you need to know is incredible live show with lots of entertainment value for your buck. And I say that because it's a free all-ages show. All I ask is that you bring a little bit of cash as a donation for the venue. The in-town coffee house operates off of donations uh, at the events that they host. And it's it's a wonderful place. So other than that, though, just show up ready to have fun and uh, maybe ready to interact in some crazy, needless things business. Speaking of crazy, needless things business, uh, today on the show is uh, Ryan Cadaver, stuck by the Phantom Zone. And then later in our conversation, Phantom Jr. makes his debut on the Needless Things podcast. Uh, He stopped in, and we talked a little bit about movies, and he explained to me and Ryan where the heck all the Infinity Stones or Gems or whatever they're calling them in the MCU are, uh, as well as dropping some other relevant 10-year-old information that I think you're going to find entertaining. Uh, We certainly did. So that's happening on today's show. It is a big random conversation between me, Ryan Cadaver, and a little bit Phantom Jr. So it's, it's, we, we had a lot of fun. And also for the first time ever on the Needless Things podcast, we have a beverage experiment. Uh, that's just me and Ryan though. Phantom Jr. is not old enough to partake. I want to talk about real quick. It's January. Uh, right now I am in the Phantom Zone, which is the, the lower level of my home and it's 24 degrees outside in Georgia and in here I don't know that it's much warmer I turned my little space heater on uh, down here to try and warm it up a little bit and I'm sure like right around the time I finish production on the episode is when it'll start to warm up in here right now I can't feel my fingers uh, and I'm a little concerned that these headphones might be stuck to my ears but anyway I love this. I love it when it's this cold out. Uh, I, I was out the other day with the family, and and I told uh, Mrs. Troublemaker, I said, you know, if it because it, I think it was thirty seven degrees or something like that. We we went out and saw Jumanji, which by the way is is wonderful. It's so much fun, you guys. Uh, I I'm not a fan of the original one. And I, I thought this one was tremendous fun, and I can't actually remember if Ryan and I discussed it or not. But we were out seeing Jumanji, and I, I just said, I don't need it to ever be warmer than this. I, I love the cold. Uh, if it gets above, say, 65, I'm annoyed. I don't need it. Uh, if I want to be warm, I'll, I'll go somewhere where it's warm. I, I would love for it to just be cold always. Uh, and I know and a lot of people don't feel that way, but uh, I do. I like the cold, and I'm thrilled with how it is outside right now, and I'm okay with the fact that I can't feel my fingers, although it may make it difficult to pause this uh, for a break in just a minute. Okay, another movie I'm going to recommend, in addition to Jumanji, which I'm not going to go into too much detail about because, like I said, I can't actually remember if we talked about it or not, but it's a lot of fun. There is a movie on Netflix that a friend and Phantomaniac recommended called What Happened to Monday. It's a, it's a Netflix original. I don't know if they actually produced it or if they're just the distributor, but right now it's only on Netflix. It stars Numi Rapace uh, and also features Willem Dafoe and Glenn Close. And I don't want to tell you too much about it. It is sort of an alternate Earth-type deal, 
And yet there are things that could very easily be our Earth. But it is awesome. I didn't know a thing about it going in other than my friend had just said, you need to check this movie out. And so I, I don't, when somebody says that to me, I don't go look it up. Uh, you know, it's good enough to me, depending on who it's coming from. Uh, if, if it's somebody that's, that's a reliable source as, as this person is, uh, I'll, I'll just go watch it. I don't need to know who's in it. I don't need to know anything. And within the first few minutes, I saw those three people and I was like, Oh, I'm in. But the movie went on to just blow my mind repeatedly. Uh, it's excellent. It's very well done. It's a tremendous story. Numi Rapace, and I apologize if I'm saying that wrong, but I'm, I'm, you know, I've seen it written. I don't know that I've ever heard it said, uh, is just amazing. Uh, she has quite a role in this movie, and I, I was blown away by her abilities. You'll see what I'm talking about when you watch the movie. And if you've got Netflix, you can go watch it right now. Well, not right now. Wait till you're done listening to the podcast, which you're probably in the car anyway, and you shouldn't be watching movies in the car. Uh, but check out What Happened to Monday. Go home, put it in your queue, watch it as soon as you get a chance. It's awesome. You will thank me. I promise you will thank me, as opposed to Mother, which I personally loved, but I know very few people are going to thank me if if they watch it based off my recommendation all right finally before we get into the episode uh, i have a new segment that i'm going to start trying to remember to do every week that i think will be great for me and great for you as well and it's phantom's pick each week i'm going to give you one piece of merchandise that you can go to needlessthingspodcast.com. that's a new domain needlessthingspodcast.com. click on that big old amazon box and go buy this thing to help out the Needless Things podcast and to help out yourself because Amazon kicks back a little bit of money of each and every purchase you make through that link to help out the show. It doesn't cost you anything extra. So uh, today's this week's pick is the Breakfast Club uh, from the Criterion Collection. Uh, you know the John Hughes film. Everybody's seen it. Everybody loves it. But this is the Criterion Blu-ray. Uh, it features 4K digital restoration with uncompressed monaural soundtrack, alternate 5.1 surround DTS HD master audio soundtrack, audio commentary from 2008 featuring Anthony Michael Hall and Judd Nelson, new interviews with Molly Ringwald and Ali Sheedy, a new video essay featuring director John Hughes's production notes read by Judd Nelson, a documentary from 2008 featuring interviews with the cast and crew, 50 minutes of never-before-seen deleted and extended scenes. That's the stuff that I really love is is we shot it, uh, and, you know, maybe it's good, maybe it's not, but it just didn't work in the context of the movie. Uh, rare promotional and archival interviews, excerpts from a 1985 American Film Institute seminar with Hughes, which that is another big one for me, uh, 1999 radio interview with Hughes, all the stuff with John Hughes. Uh, I'm really excited about segment from a 1985 episode of NBC's Today featuring the film's cast, audio interview with Ringwald from a 2014 episode of This American Life, uh, trailer, eh, and an essay by author and critic David Camp. I don't know who that is. Uh, probably won't even watch that feature. But everything else on here, the stuff, all the stuff with John Hughes, uh, the commentaries and the new interviews. Uh, this is an excellent. I mean, it's Criterion Collection. You know, it's the best of the best. Uh, even even above, look. I'll be honest here. Criterion Collection, what they put out generally doesn't interest me as much as the stuff from like Arrow or Scream Factory or Shout Factory or whatever. But 
as far as quality of special features and execution of the actual uh, movie and transfer and, and all the technical stuff, nobody's better than Criterion. So you can go to needlessthingspodcast.com, click on the big Amazon box, and type in Criterion Breakfast Club and order yourself this incredible version of this incredible movie. Uh, if you don't have it in your collection, this is the way to get it. And if you do have it, it's not as good as this edition. So go get it, check it out. That is Phantom's Pick for the first week of 2018. And now it's time for a special song. Now our buddies the Mystery Men will be back on the show uh, with some music next week. Not, not live, but you know how we do our interstitial stuff. This week, because it's in honor of it being so cold outside, I've got a little treat from our friends, Les Sexoflex, NSFW. S-H-E-C-O-L-D-D. She cold. She froze. Oh, wait. Just kidding. She cold. She frosty, she, she white, nipples sticking out like flashlights. There's a tundra land in my underland, walking in a winter wonderland. You'll not comprehend, let's be more than friends. Got VIP tickets to Thunderland. Oh, I better bring a jacket, so climactic. Throw me some words that rhyme with jacket. 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 She cold. She froze. Don't mean you gotta keep on your clothes. She frosty. She white. Palm trees and a beach. Yeah, right. That's the one. That's the one we're that's, starting that's with the right there. All right, shut up. That, that's enough out of you, Steppenwolf. All right, so we're in the Phantom Zone. I'm sitting here with Ryan Cadaver, and we're just going to talk about stuff, probably 2018 stuff mostly, but who knows? I don't, I don't know what we're going to end up talking about. doesn't matter. We'll talk about something. That's right. There's plenty of cool stuff that happened this year and plenty of cool stuff happening next year. Well, something really cool is going to happen before this podcast even posts, and I don't know why I'm even talking about it, except that I have to. Uh, I'm wearing right now a Chris Jericho Alpha Club t-shirt that I got at Hot Topic. And That's pretty awesome. Even though the match will have happened by the time this episode goes up, I've got to mention it because it's insane. I don't, how much do you know about Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega? Oh, I know nothing about it. Okay. Yeah. So here's the deal. Kenny Omega is, uh, he's a wrestler that, he's built his career in Japan, essentially. Yeah. He's like the Hulk Hogan of Japan right now. Mm -hmm. He's huge okay. in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've seen some of his work because I signed up for the listeners. Uh, NJPW has, it's almost like a version of the WWE Network, except it's super crappy. Oh, okay. Uh, so you can sign up for that and watch any New Japan stuff. So is Jericho like totally cool with WWE? Like they're cool with this happening? Well, I see, I mean, they've got to be. Yeah. Because Jericho's one of WWE's made men. Yeah, yeah. He comes and goes as he pleases. He works whatever schedule he wants. Yeah. Uh, so my thinking is that, I mean, he's not, I don't think he's technically employed by WWE anymore. Mm -hmm. I think it's now he comes in and works when he wants to work. Okay. And when he's not on TV, he's not really obligated to them. Okay. But at the same time. I'm sure he cleared it with them. Right. At yeah. the same time, if they had said... We really don't want you to do this. I don't know that he would have. Yeah. Although, uh, next year in October, Jericho has a rock and wrestling cruise that he's doing. Mm -hmm. 
and he it's going to have a bunch of bands. Obviously, Fozzie is playing it. But oh, it's got yeah, a, yeah. Right? Uh, it's got a bunch of bands playing, and they're going to have a wrestling ring on the cruise ship. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it sounds great. And actually, what sucks about it, it's October uh, 27th through 31st, I think it is. Oh, right. Yeah, that really sucks. It's Well, not only is it Halloween, but it's also my son's birthday is the 27th. So yeah, yeah. There's no yeah. way I'm going to that. Yeah. Otherwise... I'd be, and I don't ever want to go on a cruise because they freak me out. Oh, I love them. <laughs> they're really? So, they're so awesome, dude. What's it's great. Okay. What's awesome? Tell Because I've never been on one. I never want to go on one. Uh, well, it's awesome because, first off, you know, you, you have no access to your phone. You're out in the middle of the ocean. So, right. like, you you have to cut yourself off from everybody. Okay. Whether it's, you know, and, like, I have a job where it's, like, one of those things where I literally have to have my phone on me at all times. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where if something goes wrong, they are going to call me. So, it was really cool to just get away for six days and be like, listen, there's no way you can contact me. There's nothing I can do. So yeah, you've gotten calls here, right? Yeah, you yeah. you had to do something. And, the, and stuff like that happens to me all the time. So, it's really cool to just be like... Like, you know, put up a, an email and be like, hey, listen, there is no way that you can get in touch with me. I am gone for seven days or whatever. Right, right. So that's okay. cool. I get that. Yeah. Um, I like that. I like the fact that everything's taken care of. Like, you wake up, like, you're like, oh, I'm going to start drinking, and then I'm going to eat, and, and then... Now, do you do the... Because for one understand, they've got, like, a booze pass. Like, you can either oh, you pay got... for your drinks, or you can do a booze pass... Well, okay, with how much I drink, I would say you have to you would have to do the booze pass. You're like, maybe there is a normal, no way. Yeah, maybe a normal person could get away with doing, like, three or four drinks a day, and, like, it might be cheaper. Right. But, yeah, like, we, the last one we went on, we did the booze pass, and it was awesome. And I think they still put a limit on it. They're, like, you know, I think, like, 16 a day or something. And, like, we kept trying Were to push it. Were you pushing up yeah. against it? Yeah, I, like, kept pushing towards <laughs> it and uh, never quite hit it. But it's just awesome. There's just always stuff going on. Like, I went on the, the Disney one, and they had, like, a movie theater on the boat. So I'm, like, sitting there watching Marvel movies, and I'm watching, you know, Big Hero 6 and all stuff in the theater on the boat. Right. Drinking, eating, going to the pool. Like, it's just it's now, awesome. Are, I don't even I mean, care about the destinations. I'm like, are you aware? Are you aware of, like, movement at all? Like, how do the boats... It's only when there's like really bad storms, which I guess you can't really predict. But right, I've right. I've had one instance where I got really bad motion sick, and I was like, I'm gonna go to the room. Went down, laid down, and and I was good. Woke up in the morning, totally good. Uh, but and I get motion sick like pretty yeah. pretty easily. Oh, okay. So um, I've only had one instance where it really bothered me. But usually, I mean, you can't really tell at all. Interesting. I just that that whole concept of being isolated, like. If you're on this ship, you're three days out, and all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I don't want to be here anymore. Too bad for you, sucker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're screwed. And I, that bugs me out a little bit. Well, you know, and I, I get that. Like, this this last trip we went on, we were in Romania, and we were, like, so far away from any, like, we, and we're on Romania, in Romania, but we're also on top of a mountain, and, like, away from every possible thing, could, right. you know. Uh, it, even if we wanted, like, a taxi to take us somewhere, like, it would take, like, an hour and a half to get to us. Oh, like, it was yeah. just, so it was like, we're in a foreign country, we're completely isolated, and, like, I totally straight up had a panic attack one day. So, yeah. I mean, that is a thing. Like, it's yeah, a concern. Yeah. Like, I straight up had a panic attack, had to, like, call my parents and pay probably, like, $10, $10 a minute. <laughs> and, I, like, I was like, I just need to talk to somebody. How are y'all doing? I, I just have to talk to somebody. So, I mean, I get that. Yeah. Like, the isolation thing's a real deal, but... You know, if you if you drink enough, you That's can true. persevere you through can anything. Push through anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, and I gotta say, if I if I was going to do a cruise, that Jericho cruise would be it. Like I said, they got a bunch of bands. Yeah. Uh, and 
They've got, they're going to have a wrestling ring on the ship, and for the first time ever, they're going to be wrestling matches at sea. Dude, that's so cool. Uh, but he went to WWE first, and they said no. They, not no, he couldn't do it, but no, they weren't interested. They weren't in interested in being. Yeah. Uh, so he's got Ring of Honor is doing the matches now. Oh which wow, is huge. Yeah. But theory, the theory is, and and you know Jericho's not going to talk about it because yeah. he's a smart guy who doesn't burn bridges, who doesn't you he doesn't know, run his mouth. Yeah. Well, he does, but in a very smart way. Mm-hmm. So the running theory is after WWE turned him down for that, he was kind of like, okay, well. Fuck you guys. I got a few other things I want to do. And so Kenny Omega, who is also from Winnipeg, yeah. uh, is this huge star in Japan. Yeah. And what I think is one of the most significant things that's happened in pro wrestling in the last decade, mm-hmm. if not longer, happened when at one of the recent New Japan pay-per-views, uh, Jericho uh, video came up on their big New Japan Tron or whatever it's yeah. called. Yeah, yeah. And it was Jericho, and everybody in the arena went fucking ape shit because Chris Jericho doesn't show up anywhere that's not WWE. Yeah, and he—that's why, like, I, I had heard about the match, but I was stunned. I was like, "What?" Like, he talked some shit to Kenny Omega. Uh, they had already been talking on Twitter, which is how a lot of things happen nowadays. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, but you know, anybody can talk on Twitter. Yeah, I, I could, you know, talk shit to. Doesn't mean you're going to show up in Japan, yeah, right? <laughs> well, the next pay per view. And, and and I may be out of the because I haven't been I had New Japan's uh, web service for a while and it's just so confounding. Is there like to an use. app for it or yes? No, a it's literally like a website. I mean, uh. they've got an app, but it's one of those apps where you open the app up and it directs you to the website. Uh, <laughs> wow, it's it's super. <laughs> they need Red Ranger to figure this crap out. Yeah, for them yeah, is what they need. Uh, but the the website is really. It's not user friendly. It's very hard to navigate. Yeah, uh, and I, you know I love the content that's on there, but I, I kept it for about a month and then dropped it because I just couldn't deal with it. Uh, but I'm probably going to subscribe again to see this match because uh, the second thing that happened is Omega came out and the lights went dark like they did the first time when the Jericho video played. But when they came back up, Jericho was in the ring mm-hmm. and he attacked Kenny Omega, beat the shit out of him. And beat the shit out of Don Callis, uh, the Jackal, yeah. who's who's from uh, my personal favorite podcast right now, Killing the Town with uh, Storm and Cyrus. Okay, it's it's a really really good wrestling podcast. They get a lot of road stories and stuff. But uh, the Jackal, Don Callis, Cyrus, whatever, is he's part of that podcast, and he's the part of the English announce team with Kevin Kelly for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay, but Callis. Storyline wise, I don't know the reality of it. Yeah, but he is. He's been friends with Jericho for twenty something years. Uh, Kenny Omega, I think his uncle or a friend of Callus has trained Omega, or Omega's uncle worked with Callus. There's a relationship there as well. Okay. And the storyline that they're putting forth is that Callus brokered this fight between Omega and Jericho, but he's he's Omega's boy. He's Kenny Omega's boy. Okay. Uh, so Jericho came in, beat up Callus. Callus took his first bumps he's taken in 17 years or something like that. Uh, and they, they made, it was a huge deal. Because Jericho just showing up in Japan No, that's huge, yeah. Holy shit. Were there any, like, leaks like, leading no, up to none, it? No, no, that's awesome. Nobody knew he was going to be killer. Uh, so this match happens, two, I think it's two days from now. It's it's the third, but in America it'll be the fourth. Mm-hmm. 
and it's it's massive. I mean, in my mind, this is the biggest wrestling match of the last decade. Goldberg coming back doesn't even touch it. Yeah. Uh, you know, to the general public who doesn't even know who Kenny Omega is, yeah. probably not. But to wrestling fans, yeah. this, this this is in insane. General, yeah, yeah. This, this is this is like uh, Ali and and Hogan or something. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just insane. So I'm super stoked about it. I had to buy my Chris Jericho shirt because yeah, that's awesome. Kenny Omega is great. I totally respect the guy, but Chris Jericho is Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. I love the guy yeah. for 20 years now. Yeah, 20, I've always been a fan of Yeah, he's amazing. He's got charisma, and he's just a great wrestler. Yeah, yeah. He well when he's when he's motivated. Yeah, because like over the last year, he's been motivated. And yeah, he's had he's done some of the best work of his entire oh, he's career. Been awesome recently. Yeah, uh, but the the few years before that, he was kind of on and off. Yeah, but but yeah, I've got, I've got to see this match. It's gonna be amazing. Oh, that's gonna be killer, dude. Uh, so that that's I wanted to start off with that, and I guess next week maybe after I've seen the match, I'll talk about it on next week's episode because Bo Brown is all about some wrestling, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'll love that. Uh, but actually, I was gonna show you this uh, Harley Quinn. Uh, this is no good for the listeners, but I was just gonna pop it open for you to check out. That's the one twelve one, and for the listeners, you know I've been reviewing. All of the Suicide Squad Harley Quinn figures. Oh, she's got three heads. Yeah. Not all at the same time. <laughs> she's not, yeah, a, she's really not a chimera. Weird. That'd be a weird concept. <laughs> um, oh, the bubblegum one. That's I'll be awesome. reviewing the uh, the Hot Toys Harley Quinn coming up in the next couple of weeks here sometime. Once I've got time to sit down and actually review her. I've taken pictures with my new sweet-ass camera that I love. Uh, but yeah, that's I, I just that Harley design is awesome. So yeah, I'm a big fan of that one. You and I both dug Suicide Squad. Oh yeah. Let's talk a little bit though about what the heck is going on with DC's movies. I don't know, man. I hear something different every single right? day. Yeah, every day there are like three new articles that yeah. say here, here's the you know now we're getting a Joker origin movie. Yeah. Now we're getting a Shazam I, I movie. I saw something yesterday that Adam said ben, a- ben Affleck, which who I've been hearing is leaving the role of Batman right for forever. Right. Like, since he started, basically. And uh, I saw someone yesterday that it was, like, one of the bigger comic book sites, like, posted. And they were, like, new reports say Ben Affleck is going to be, like, the new, like, guy in charge. Like, you know, Jeff Johns is stepping down. He's going to be the guy in charge of all the DC movies. And Ben Affleck's going to run the show. I had heard that Johns was stepping away from uh, the from the, which is which doesn't make any sense I because he just got in yeah, play. He came in like halfway through Justice, Justice League's League. production. I yeah. feel like that's what that's what annoys me. I'm like, give people a chance, like you know, stick it through. Which is, my, I guess, it's his choice. They don't, but, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. It may not be yeah. his choice because Warner Brothers, like, you know, they they kind of did a grin and bear it thing through Man of Steel and yeah. Suicide Squad and and Batman vs Superman. But I think at this point they feel like they've got to make big changes. Yeah. Uh, I think Shazam starts shooting soon. Yeah. I think the, what and Aquaman's coming out this year. Yeah, we know yeah. Aquaman's happening. Yeah, uh, Shazam. I think starts filming this month or already has started filming. Yeah, because Zachary been. Quinto, not Zachary Quinto. <laughs> that'd be weird. That would well, be, actually, that would, that would be pretty be good. Okay. I don't know. He'd be a good Black Adam. Yeah, he'd be yeah. a good Black Adam. I, I don't know. I really love the idea of the Rock being. The, I do too, yeah, I especially after seeing Jumanji today. I, yeah. I heard you talking to Mrs. Troublemaker. You uh, haven't seen haven't Jumanji seen yet. yet. Yeah, Get, you guys need to see it. Yeah, that, well, uh, Nicole wants to see it really bad, so that's going to be on the list. Like, it's so see. much fun. I, I was. It's funny because the first within the first twenty minutes, I was thinking to myself, like they didn't need to make this movie this good. Yeah, because I, you know, I enjoyed Jurassic World. Yeah. 
But in retrospect, like having watched it a couple more times, it really is sort of a, well, let's make another dinosaur movie. Oh, totally. And they didn't do... It didn't feel like new or like amazing. It was just like, oh, this is cool. And Jumanji, even though it was basically the same story as the first Jumanji, Mm -hmm. uh, they really did step it up. They, they, you know, the Do they reference the board game version of the Jumanji? I don't want to spoil that for you. Okay. Okay. Um, it, it, it has been like, it's part of the promotion that there is a reference in there. Yeah. So it's not a spoiler to say that there is, yeah. But the way that they do it made me so happy that oh, I'll great. just okay. I'll leave. I'll leave cool. it like that. Cool. Yeah, uh, I'll see it this week for sure. But yeah, it's, but I got to see fun. Shape of Water too because I haven't seen. Oh, that dude, Shape of Water. Yeah, I wish I could have seen it more than once because yeah. when I put up my best of the other day, I was I really because Logan was my favorite. That's movie. That's a solid choice, man. That movie's great. It it really is. Yeah. I've watched it several times yeah. since the first time I saw it's it. It's so good. I've, fi- I've, I've mostly gotten over my annoyance at the Reavers and the fact that they're yeah. just dudes with robot arms. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's what Hollywood does. Do, did you have a favorite last year? Um, let's see. Over the last year, I'm trying to think. Like, I had a lot that I enjoyed that, like, everyone else hated, but that doesn't that <laughs> doesn't necessarily I, mean I, anything. I'm in that boat with you, or I'm yeah. at least, like, you know, parallel to you in a different Yeah, way. I mean, there's there's a lot of that, but, like, you know, there's a lot of stuff I really like this year. Um, I'm trying to think of, honestly, probably It, I think, because It was, like, the one that I, like, and that's the one that a lot of my friends, like, hate. Like, a lot of people I know just, like, despise. But, like, I went and saw it, and I, rem- I remember being terrified. It was the first movie I remember being completely terrified of. Yeah. Is the It, like, miniseries. Like, it scared me so bad. And my dad would, like, purposely, like, put it on and be like, you know, hey, hey little boy, you want a balloon? <laughs> and it freaked me out really bad. And I thought that, you know, the new performance, uh, Skarsgård is it? Yeah, B- uh, Bill, Bill Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård. Which, this is weird, I saw him in something the other day. Yeah. Or maybe it was a trailer for something. And he's, like, totally normal-looking, like, good-looking dude. Yeah. I weird. thought he did be at least, like, a little weird-looking. Yeah. Which he's not at no, all. No, no, no. No, he's, yeah, he's totally normal-looking. I've seen him in something else, too. But um, it, that movie blew me away. I thought it was great. I love the execution. I love the fact that there's, there's the way they're setting up for a, a sequel, instead of trying to cram everything into one movie... Yeah. Because I was I was really concerned about that because I didn't realize that there was going to be a part two when I saw it. So, oh, really? Yeah, I had no idea. So when oh, I saw okay. it, I was like totally blown away. I was like, oh, oh, okay, that makes oh, perfect sense. that's great. See, I knew going in that yeah. they, they already had planned for Played part the second two. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had no idea. I was just like, I'm going to go see the scary clown movie. And I hate clowns, but I, I love that movie. I thought it was great. <laughs> I still hate clowns, but I love that movie. That one was super high up on my list. I can't I can't wait to see it again. And that was another one that I only saw it once. Yeah, I saw it twice. So I didn't totally feel like... I Because, you know, at this point, man, I've got to see a movie at least twice before I really know how I feel about it. Because Jurassic World, first time I saw it, I loved it. Yeah. Second time I watched it, I was like, I kind of get people's criticisms. I still enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a big, fun movie. Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm looking well, I, up. I watched right it. Now. I watched Jurassic World again because I saw it once in the theater. And then I saw it recently at, like, a hotel we're staying at. And oh, we yeah, yeah. It, and I was like, guys, this is kind of dumb. But it was still awesome. <laughs> it's, but was well, like, and that's the thing. Yeah. The first time I saw it, I thought, oh, this is completely <laughs> satisfying. And then the second time I kind of realized, like, 
Yeah, it is a little dumb. Yeah, I start picking apart stuff, which I hate right. doing, but, you know. I'm trying to look up the director of It, because I totally want to give that guy a shout-out on the show. We need to mention him, because he did such a good job. But they they, lift, they list all of the actors long before they ever list the director, if you're just looking at stuff online. Oh, yeah. Um, another movie I really liked, which we had talked about, um, was that Christmas movie, uh, Better Watch Out. Andy Machete. Andy Machete's director? M- Muschietti, I'm Muschietti. not sure. He's got an Instagram Andy Machete's way cooler. Andy Machete. <laughs> Andy Machete. Yeah, but, that's uh, Andy Sedaris's secret. It's actually directed by Andy Sedaris. I wish that Malibu Express came out this year because he'd be my favorite. Because I watched <laughs> it four times over the weekend. And that's like my new favorite movie. It's so awesome. Yeah, let's talk about You Better Watch Out. Yeah, I, all right. So uh, I recommended it to you. You did. You did. Um, I genuinely liked it. I had I had heard it's like Home Alone... But, like, mixed with hostile is what I heard. And that's not even really a good description at all. No. But I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And I saw it, and I did not see that twist coming at all. And I may have just been, like, not paying attention close enough yeah. or what. But when that twist happened, I was like, whoa. Like, this is a totally different movie than what I expected. Some Well, and sometimes with movies like that, when you're maybe not totally invested. Yeah. Things will kind of take you by surprise because yeah, I did catch on to what was up. Okay, but you had recommended it. Yeah, so I was paying attention to the movie. Okay, it wasn't yeah. one of those things. Well, where... I started it on Netflix, and I, like I real, I probably didn't really start paying attention until that point. Right, and right. I was like, whoa, what, what's happening? This is crazy. And I and and for the listeners, if you if you haven't seen, you better watch out yet. Uh, you know, I, I recommend you watch it and check it out. Uh, we're we're should we spoil it? It's kind of new. I hate to spoil yeah. it. Yeah. Let's not. Let's yeah, not spoil let's it. Let's not spoil it. I'll let's just say, say there, that. Is a, there is a twist I saw coming, and uh, it, it didn't resolve in the way that I wanted it to. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, it was it was really, really well done. The performances were amazing. Yeah. I mean, that kid is amazing. <sighs> Dude, that kid, yeah. Great actor. If, if he doesn't reasons. go on to bigger yeah. and better things, that's a shame. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I was kind of like wondering that. I was like, "Well, did you notice that the uh, the I can't remember his name, the asshole kid from the new Stranger Things was in that? Um, the guy with the long hair. What's his name? G- ah, not Jake. Um, oh, was that? That was like the wigger boyfriend that shows up, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. No, I didn't even realize. Yeah, that. I mean, now that you say it, yeah. I noticed oh, wow. that, and I was like, I was like, oh, okay, so they got, you know. That's funny. That's cool, that's cool. Um, There's a couple big names thrown in that movie, but I didn't really hear anything about it until it was on Netflix. No, I or, I Well, mean, I think I watched it on Shudder. I knew, I knew it was out, but I, I think I saw a couple people say something about it on Facebook. Yeah. But I, yeah. I follow a lot of morons on <laughs> Facebook, so I don't always take it for, yeah, I don't for certain. Yeah, yeah, there's plenty of stuff that people uh, suggest. I mean, it's like, totally what? worth watching. Yeah. But it did piss me off a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I didn't get what I wanted. Yeah, but I totally I, get that. But I also feel like it's set up where they could do another one if they want. Probably. So I guess that's good, too. Yeah. Uh, a, a movie I'm dying to talk about that I don't know if we could do an episode about it or not. I would, I would have loved... If we could have done a commentary with none of us having seen it, mm-hmm. it would have been the best needless commentary ever. Okay. But I don't know if you've seen it yet or not. Have you seen Mother yet? No, I haven't. Oh. I heard it's wild. <laughs> Dude. It 
it, uh, and you know, I'm not trying to say it's this, I mean, it is great though, but it's not like, it's not great in a, this is really fun and entertaining way, but it, <laughs> it but it is. Okay. It, dude, it's insane, and it grabbed me. I love me. Javier Bardem. I think he's awesome. It it grabbed me, yeah. and it took me somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was totally caught up in the what-the-fuckness of that movie. <laughs> awesome. Uh, okay. I think I might dig that one. Uh, yeah. Man, and you, I, you have to stick with it to the end. Okay. You have to, to, yeah, to I get really the don't full know experience. Much about it. Good. Yeah. Don't look it up. Okay. Don't let anybody else tell you anything about it. Like I saw a trailer and it looked like a like Rosemary's Baby type of thing, and that is the vibe that the trailer gives off. Okay, cool. And that's, cool. All, <laughs> that's all, all you need to say. know about it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I I recommend and and look for the listeners. Well, and and for you, yeah. If you go in and you watch it and you don't <clears> like it, you can send me nasty emails, nasty Facebook messages, whatever you want to do, and I will take them. Because for the for the five people that are going to adore that movie as much as I did, yeah. it's worth abuse from like 500 people. <laughs> okay. Because it's just that interesting and weird. And well, typically that's the kind of movies I like. It, well, I mean, you've seen other Aronofsky stuff, Oh, yeah, right? I have, yeah. So, and it, it's one of those things where, like, I, I like not knowing a lot about a movie these days. Right. Like, I try not to look up much about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll like, watch, got, I, I watch I'll, the first trailer. Same here. Yeah. And if I can avoid anything else. Yeah. Unless the first trailer convinces me I don't give a shit. <laughs> well, then you're like, what? And then yeah. I'll watch all the trailers yeah. and, you know, But, whatever. like, uh, the first Black Panther trailer, like, loved that's it. That's all I need. And I was like, this is awesome. I'm going to see it. Yep. Like, I was like, that's all I need. Done. Let's, before we get to Black Panther, because yeah, we're yeah. going to get to that. Um, well, and the, there's a there's so much stuff that came out in the early part of the year, like that so much good stuff, like Wonder Woman and all that stuff, like that I think of as like a whole another year ago. Can we? Okay, let's finish real quick. Let's finish our what's going on with DC, and we'll come back to the two movies for everybody that follows now. NeedlessThingsPodcast.com. Uh, for everybody that follows it, you know, when I was talking about my favorite movies of the year, I mentioned two movies. That I had seen, that I had enjoyed to varying degrees, but that I felt were overrated. Okay. Uh, let's wrap up DC real quick, and we'll come back to those two okay. movies because I want to th- I want to see what you thought of each of those movies. Okay. Um. So with DC, we know Aquaman's happening. It's yeah. basically I think it's even done with. Pro- I think it's done with shooting, and they're in post now. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's in done. post production. It's done. Uh, Wonder Woman 2 And, and also, there's also some weird stuff, like James Wan is like straight up said, like, the stuff that we saw in Justice League, he's like, that's not how my Atlantis work, or like, works, and oh, that's really? not how they're going to talk. And well, like, and you know what, honestly... I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because, like, I do feel like some of the stuff is limiting to the other directors. So. When they're too beholden to a central vision, but they don't have a Kevin Feige, yeah. it's a bad scene. Yeah. And that's one and we've of these problems. Yeah. Yep. Right. Uh, so I think it's good, you know, keep it more, and, and I hate to use it as an example because it's been such a horrible roller coaster ride, but Fox's X-Men franchise. Yeah. Uh, when they've as stopped much as caring I hate, about continuity, it's right. better. As much, yeah. as, as much as I hate it that it's not more cohesive, yeah. Yeah. for the purposes of just, we got to get another movie out, it's worked. I agree. It, it has, because First Class wouldn't have happened yeah. if, the X, if Fox's X-Men... We're in an MCU scenario yeah. 
we wouldn't have gotten Matthew Vaughn's X-Men First Class. Which is one of my favorite. I think it's my favorite. It's my favorite X- of the X-Men Of the X-Men movies, I yes. think it's my favorite. Yeah. It is my favorite. Yeah, I like uh, it. I uh, didn't care for Days of Future Past that much, but... Um, yeah, I hate I hated Days of Future yeah. Past. Or, or, or as we call it around here, the Professor X is crying game. <laughs> Because all he does in that whole movie is cry like a bitch. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but I liked Apocalypse, which everybody else hated. Oh, really? I, I liked see it, it, dude. I was so done. I, was I, like, I, I watched Logan, but I was like... I, I bet you'd like Apocalypse. Okay, cool. I bet cool. you would. Matter of fact, I've got it upstairs. I'll let you borrow yeah, it. Yeah. I bet I, you'll dig it. Okay, cool, cool. And I, I, you need to bring my Halloween Hootenanny suit. I got it. It's in my car. Oh, you have it? Yeah. Sweet. Um, Actually, it never left my car, so... <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and then, so we Shazam... Is definite. Wonder Woman 2, obviously that's going to happen. That has uh, Aquaman's happening. But the, those are the only three we know for sure. Yeah. Because Flashpoint, like, yeah, they've announced it, but what does that even mean? But they've announced tons of stuff. Right. they announced Justice League 2. They've announced Man of right. Steel 2. They've right, announced right. a lot of stuff. Well, no, actually, I don't think they ever announced Man of Steel 2. Okay. Really? I don't think. Yeah. All right, maybe not. I don't think possible. they do. Yeah. Now the talks about Man of Steel 2 are they want Matthew Vaughn to do it, which... That would be awesome. Yes. Yeah, I'm totally good with that. Because uh, yeah. I love everything that guy's done, starting yeah. with Stardust. Yeah. Uh, you've seen Stardust, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that movie was incredible. Turned me into a fan of his, and now Kick-Ass Stardust. I didn't Stardust. know he did that. I love, yes. I love Kick-Ass. Yes. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. then uh, the, the other Mark Miller one uh, about the Assassin's Guild. Wanted. Wanted. Yeah, yeah. That uh, was fun. And obviously Kingsman. I haven't seen the second Kingsman yet. Uh, I've heard it's really, like, disappointing. What? I've heard really? it's really disappointing. Oh, no. Yeah, I've heard from several people. I hadn't, I don't I, know that I've heard anything about it, um, which is just as bad, really. Yeah. Uh, I love Kingsman, but uh, I'm a little worried about Kingsman, oh, too. Oh, no. Yeah. Although now your expectations are lowered. So I might just so be like, you'll awesome. more. Right? Well, I mean, you know, and even though I did like, uh, I liked Batman vs. Superman, obviously loved Wonder Woman. Uh, obviously, I have problems with Batman vs. Superman, but when I win the Justice League, I did, like, I had been a beaten down DC fan. Yeah, yeah. And I was sitting there and I was like, whatever. Like, at that point, I was like, ah. Uh. And then it, you know, then I, like, watched it and I was like, that was really good. Yeah. Like, I really liked it. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, and the, yes, like, obviously, like, second and third viewing, like, I'm like, okay, I see some problems. But like, but it's I, still overall a fun. I still movie really like the movie. Back and enjoy. Well, and that's what you know, like well, me and Nicole were saying when we walked out. We're like, we walked out, like we had fun. You yes. know, like I wouldn't necessarily call Batman vs Superman a fun movie. No, at all. No, at all. But like Justice League, like it's a fun superhero movie, and like I walked but, out having fun. But not in the same way that the Marvel ones are. It had its own. It tone. did. It did. It definitely had its own tone, and that yeah. And that's important to me. Like, I, I want them to be different. Because I feel like, you know, comic books, like, the DC and Marvel stuff's different. The image stuff's they different. They feel very different. Yeah, yeah. They feel like different worlds, you yeah. know, and I'm okay with that. What do you think of uh, Todd McFarlane directing a Spawn movie? Is that happening? That's happening. <laughs> what? I, I didn't know Yeah, they're trying to do Spawn again. And, again, there are lots of different reports on it. Yeah. Uh, one of them is that the movie won't even really be about Spawn. He'll be, like, a background <sighs> character. Oh, God. <laughs> right? That sounds terrible. <laughs> just stick with what works. Uh, yeah, seriously. You know? um, and just don't give us that horrible 90 CG, and we'll be good. So, so last year, there were two movies that got so much acclaim mm-hmm. that I... We'll, we'll start with Wonder Woman. Since we've already talked okay. about DC a little bit, mm-hmm. 
everybody went fucking ape shit over Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I think Wonder Woman is very good. Yeah. I don't think it's as good as everybody says it is. Okay. Uh, uh, it's it's within the field of DC movies. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the general realm of, like, action movies or even just superhero movies, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, uh, it's upper middle class. It's not... Yeah. Like, if you have to factor in the girl power thing, then sure. It's it's tremendous, yeah. and it's an accomplishment. Well, I, I try not to do that. Like, I, I, tried, I, that's I try to too. not even factor in the other DC movies. Right. Like, I, I'm like, this needs a standalone. Yeah. Like, years from now, like, I want this to still be a good movie. And Whether, I'll, still watch, I'll still watch it, too. Oh, it, yeah. It will get... It will get regular viewings from me, yeah. you know, every couple of years over however long. Um, it's that good, for sure. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Like, but I it's that not this, like... It wasn't groundbreaking. No. It wasn't It no. wasn't anything that's going to change cinematic history. And and it even, you know, the, it had... And, and look, I'm not trying to... Uh, I, I, I love the movie, and I've watched it several times, yeah. and I think it's great. But there are still some decisions in there that are just kind of like... Mine's mainly Aries. That's the yeah, that was... Thing. Well, it, it wasn't even... Like, I love seeing... Uh, I can't remember the actor's name right now. Oh, he was we awesome. Did, we did the review forever yeah. ago. But, you know, when he's big badass Aries and the helmet comes off and it's still that guy's mustache face <laughs> underneath it. I was like, we couldn't have CGI'd that up a little bit, yeah, you yeah. know? Well, or just had the helmet on and black out the face. That'd Something. be fine. Which is yeah. what the figure was. Yeah, and that's yeah. fine. Uh, because that's kind of how Ares looks anyways in most right. incarnations, so right. that would be fine. We we did not need his little human head. Yeah, cause, well, I like the actor a lot that they well, chose. As, right, as his human form. As his human form. Right. But, but once okay he's to like, be like, now he's... And I, I feel like it just goes down to, to, you know, the creators being like, oh, they're not smart enough to figure out that's the same guy, you know? You're probably like, right. Yeah, and it's like, no, we are. Right. Like, come on. We get, what, we get how these things work. Yeah, I watch Black Mirror. I'm smart. Okay. Uh, okay, we, we gotta talk we gotta talk about that too. Yeah. But the other movie yeah. and I don't think you and I have talked about this at all. Okay. Uh the other movie that I thought was vastly overrated was Get Out. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, I, I think we did I think we did talk about did it. Did we? But it was very late and there were lots of drinks consumed. Which, which it was happens like last time. It was time. like the last time we were over here at like a party or something. Oh jeez. Um we had talked about it. And, uh, I, yeah, I actually, I, I don't know. Like, I didn't see it when it came out because I was worried about all the hype. And I was like, I like I was just kind of like, I don't know. It doesn't look that appealing to me. And I was worried it was going to be really heavy-handed. Yeah. I don't feel like it was. I don't feel like the story was that heavy-handed as far as, like, the whole racial thing. It was just enough. And it was all, now, I won't say believable because the end, obviously. But, like, as far as, like, the human interactions between the characters, like, I thought it was, it was well done. I thought it was really smart, um... I thought it was a really, really good statement on racial politics. Like yeah. I, it it, yeah, because it was, it was like the uh, the white family trying to be very progressive and like you know right. oh, I would have voted for Obama a second time. Like I've seen those interactions happen. And it was painful, and it, it was, was painful hard to exactly. watch because we know those. Because I know those people. exactly. So on that aspect, I really liked it, but I even liked it when it got real silly at the end. Uh, well, I loved the end when the police car pulls up and you're like, oh shit, this is it. He's getting yeah. shot. Which apparently wasn't the, uh, apparently that was the original. I ending. just read that the other day. That, yeah. That it was, that he just it was got a last shot, minute which decision. Which I wouldn't have been. No, that would have been terrible. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't, I, I love the story. Uh, I thought the acting was great, but something about the execution for me was lacking. It didn't, 
it didn't blow my mind like I wanted it to. Like some of the smaller scale stuff, like the Babadook and yeah. uh, It Follows, I was expecting that kind of feeling from it. Like, yeah. whoa, this is really some cool, different, yeah. powerful stuff. It Follows blew me away. I'm still not I'm not a fan of the Babadook, and I think it's it's probably the same reason you don't like Better Watch Out. Because <laughs> the resolution doesn't work for you? That and just like, I don't know, just some cinematic versions of children, you're just like, stop being that way. Yeah, it, well, but it's I mean, like, that was the point. I know. The point know. was that he was like that. I know, yeah. And, and I, But it let's worked. kill the Babadook with love. I'm like, I mean, that's essentially what happened. Well, but I, and this was another thing where, for whatever reason, I was really watching the movie. Yeah. So it wasn't too long into it before I said, oh, the Babadook's depression. Yeah. And so I got the metaphor. It, yeah. So it... And I get every, that. I get Like, that. once I hooked on to that... Everything clicked? Yes. Okay. Well, so I, I that need to really, go back to it. And, and, and that's probably that. the same thing with Get Out. Yeah. Is, uh, you know, even though I kind of knew what the message was going to be going in... Yeah. Uh, I don't... I, I guess racially, politically, whatever. Like, I, I was raised, I can't call it a progressive household, but, like, my dad is loved by some people in his company for hiring based purely on skill and not on skin color. Yeah. Because my the, the his company is very much a good old boys, yeah. like, tough to get into type of thing. Yeah. And my dad did not care what you looked like. He was going to hire the best person for the job. So he hired a lot of, he, he created a lot of diversity in that company. Yeah. And I was raised in a household with the same beliefs. Yeah. That it doesn't matter what anybody looks like. Yeah. It matters their it's quality of character. Yeah. So I've observed a lot. And look, I'm not saying in any way that I'm like, I'm like the ultimate, like, Above race human or anything, because yeah, yeah. we've all had our issues or whatever. But my life and my didn't family that directly. Yeah, yeah, I I didn't have so so for me. Get out wasn't this revelatory progressive thing, and, and I think it's very important. Uh, you know, first of all, I love Key and Peele. Oh yeah, yeah. And anything they do that succeeds, I'm happy for mm-hmm. because the more power those guys have, I think the better off Hollywood is. Oh, I agree. Um, I, I think Jordan Peele is is an important voice. I'll tell you one thing that I went in the the reason I didn't see Get Out in the theater uh, was Keanu. Yeah, because that movie I didn't like at all. Oh yeah, so that was a movie where I was like, ah, that was funny. And then, like, 30 minutes would pass, and then I'd be like, oh, that was funny. And then, like, 30 more minutes would pass, and then it's over, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, there was, like, some really solid jokes that would have been hilarious in a skit or something like that. That's what it felt like. Yeah, but it was like, I don't think this was a strong enough idea to constitute an entire movie. And, and the Which issue... I feel like Get Out was at least a strong enough yes. idea to yeah, absolutely. warrant a movie. Absolutely. But Keanu did warrant a movie. It it's... was a skit. <laughs> and, and that's the thing, is, like, skit. Key and Peele... Is some of the best comedy television ever. I totally agree. So the bar yeah. was so high yeah. for that. For their first. Uh, uh, yeah. That, that you know, that kind of, it, it let me down. So I, I I did get out Wonder Woman, but I think people went a little too nuts over them because of yeah. the circumstances, like political stuff surrounding them. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Uh, I can totally see that. 
And uh, as, as far as Wonder Woman goes, I mean, it is it is in my top three, but even like of all superhero movies, like it's yeah. top three. Like yeah. I really think I really oh, wow. like it that much. Well, I just think they nailed the character so perfectly. Yeah. Like I mean, the, but that to me that's more Gal Gadot than the movie even. Yeah, but I mean, some of the lines she delivered. Yeah, and I guess it's her delivery, but like some of she, them. I mean, just, she's. I'm not taking anything away from her. Oh, I know. She's mad. I know. Well, she was great in freaking Batman vs Superman yes. and the Justice League. She's yes. always good. Like anytime she's on screen, you're like, oh wow. Like, yes. Always. She's electric. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, I really did it. But uh, I really dig it. But I also see your point with both of those because I mean, people did go overboard. Even with like, even I agree. Like DC fans were going ecstatic over Wonder Woman. In a almost uncomfortable way, because they're like, "Look, look, look, look! We got, we yeah. got one. We got yeah, two yeah, one." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and you're like, "It's like, oh, it's all right, all guys, settle, settle." Yeah. settle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was, it was a little embarrassing. <laughs> Is there any other? Uh, we, I, I think, with, as far as DC goes, without going into the fan fiction possibilities and the yeah. junk that they've they've brought up. Is there are there any other 2018 movies that you're already stoked about? I know Ready Player One you had mentioned. Yeah, so I'm I'm reading that book right now. And it's one of those books that uh, that you're reading and you're like, this isn't necessarily good, but it's really, it's really entertaining. Like, okay. it's not like, it's not like, ex- like the dialogue's not extremely well written and stuff like that. But like, and, and, I, and some of the, the circumstances that he runs into, you're like, like he can figure his way out of anything, but he's just like a normal person. You're like, yeah. come on. Like, you aren't that smart. Like, like, it was established that you're not that smart. So... I have problems with Ready Player One, but I also feel like Steven Spielberg is the perfect person to do an adaptation of it. Or, and it, yeah. Yeah, I said yeah, it right this time. Yeah, yeah, oh, you're right. on it. You got yeah, it. Yeah, I got it. But yeah, so I think that Steven, Spiel, uh, Steven Spielberg is perfect for this. He nailed adaptation I know, and I know. came back around the corner Steel and Spiel- lost the wheel. Yeah. But no, I think Steven Spielberg is perfect for an adaptation of it. I because have, he's good at taking something and then changing the source material, but making it better. I haven't read the book. Uh, I'm oddly resistant to things that look like they're purely based on nostalgia. Yeah. Which is really weird coming from the room that we're sitting in right now. <laughs> uh, but it's one of those things... Well, actually, no. It's that, and it's the fact that I'm resistant to overnight hotness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I never got big into grunge music because that literally happened overnight. Yeah. Like, Nirvana... I was never into Nirvana. Yeah. Because that shit just happened. Yeah. Uh... And I have this weird, like, it took me a long time to get into South Park. Yeah. Because South Park was immediately popular. Yeah, it was, it was everywhere. And Ready Player One kind of felt like it had the same thing where everybody just went nuts for it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm too cool for that. No, it's like, but, I don't even think it's that, like, uh, so I think it's really good world building. And I think that there's limitless possibilities, like, with the stories you could tell. Mm-hmm. And plus, I'm already into virtual reality stuff. Like, I think yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. So, I think that that helps, too, because, you, You've like, walked around Gotham and Raccoon City. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's one of those things where, like, I'm all in on virtual reality. Like, sign me up. Like, plug me in. Like, I want to do whatever I can in virtual reality. Which, like, by the way, we've got to remember to talk about Black Mirror, too. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. But, like, even that kind of stuff. Like, you see the perils of it, but I'm still like, I, I would try it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Give me eye implants or whatever. We'll, we'll see what happens. But, like, I'm all in on virtual reality and the way that they're building the story of, like, you got this hopeless world, but, like, these people have this escape of, of virtual reality and right. this big, giant oasis thing. It's just extremely interesting to me. And I, I want to see, like, because I know that they're not going to be able to get, like, all the licensing stuff they want. So it's going to be cool because I think he's going to take a lot of the events that happen in the book 
but he's going to replace certain characters. Sure, sure. Like, oh, we couldn't get the rights to Ultraman or whatever, so we're going to do, you know, He-Man or what, like... Well, it's wild looking at the trailer, because I'll, I'll be honest, the first trailer I saw, my reaction to it was, ugh. Yeah. It, it I, I just didn't, and we saw another trailer today, right before Jumanji. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm going to have to see it. Yeah. Because pop culture is kind of my thing. Yeah. So I have to see this movie. Yeah. But it's just seeing, like, the Back to the Future car, and then some chick from Overwatch, and yeah. then, uh... I don't even know all the characters. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. Like Indiana Jones, Chucky. Iron Giant, yeah, Freddy, yeah, Freddy, Freddy Chucky. I, my gosh! I mean, one. How are they even doing? I don't know. Because uh, I mean, licensing a... is astronomical. Yeah, yeah I'm guessing that they just worked out something. They're like, they're just gonna be in for a second. I well, but but even their presence, because I mean, their entire TV shows that we don't have on DVD because That's of true. licensing problems. That's true. Yeah. From like a song, yeah. let alone a character likeness. So, yeah. I mean, it's. Seems like problematic for sure. If nothing else, and that's why that's why I'm kind of more interested in it because I feel like you know, uh, like everything in the book is so like you know 80s, and I feel like this is going to be cool because they're going to take a lot seems of stuff like it's everything. from everything, right? Yeah. Right, which which is really smart, yeah. Because as much as we love the 80s, yeah. not everybody grew up then yeah. or was born then or. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm actually still really into 80s culture. Yeah. And like, I want, I, like, that's why I'm loving the book. Right. Uh, but it's one of those things where, like, it's going to be cool seeing what, like, what they pull from. And also, I think Spielberg is a really good storyteller, and he genuinely cares about what he's doing. I'm a big fan of his. Even his failures, I like. like yeah. Like, because I, I, I think he's got a lot of heart, and he's a smart guy. And I feel like the story is, I will, I will admit, if somebody was like, that's not a good book, I would be like, you're right. Like, you are right. It is not a good book. <laughs> But it's a fun book, Spielberg and it's can like, probably, he can probably turn it into yeah. a good story. Like, that's what I'm hoping. I know a bunch of people that love the book. Um, I don't I don't love it. Like, I, I think that it's a cool world, it's a cool concept. There's a lot of great ideas. The guy writing it, I, I think it's kind of sloppy. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, that just, gives me hope, though. Maybe I can write a book someday. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, I wouldn't even suggest, uh, like, I, I, it's not one of those I'd be like, you have to read the book and then see the movie. I, right. I think that... The only thing the book has done for me is made me excited for the movie. Because okay. I, I really feel like they could change a whole lot, and I would actually like it better. As yeah. opposed to Dark Tower, which, after reading oh, that book, gosh. I was just like... That that has to be the worst of last year, like, honestly. That's how, actually, going back to Matthew Vaughn, that's how I felt about Wanted. I didn't love the comic that much, but I thought the movie was really cool. I thought it streamlined yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah, and sometimes movies do that. People yeah. never give people credit for that, but, like... Sometimes a movie can be better than the source it, material. It can make things a little more cohesive because yeah. they have to they have to break out some of the chaff. Like they have to streamline cut everything. Out some stuff, cut out into, some characters. Yeah, a little slicker amalgamation now. of characters. Like I've, you know. I've heard, Game of Thrones as a TV show is yeah. actually uh, a lot tighter and better entertainment totally wise than the books that. are. Yeah, I've only read the first one, but I can I can totally see that. Uh, are you ready for beverage challenge? Yes. All right, let's take a quick break, uh, and we will. You'll, you'll hear an ad for somebody. Nice. Probably for Rad Rangers Radical Radcast. Every think, two weeks. Yeah, every two weeks, right? I think that's the only spot I've got right now. But that'll be it, and then we'll come back, and me and Ryan Cadaver are going to undertake a beverage challenge. That sounds amazing. Temporal anomaly detected on Earth 2017. Is it the doctor? No, it is a human using the number 42. They have the ultimate answer. 
They are having civil discussions about television, film, comics, books, and video games. Where is the fan rage? This is a threat to the Daleks. We must exterminate them. Humans must be hostile to each other so that the Daleks may rule supreme. Exterminate. Exterminate! The 42 cast. Bad for Daleks, good for humanity. Alright, we're back. We talked a little bit more about Ready Player One, but you know everybody's going to go see it, so it really doesn't even matter what no. we have to say. <laughs> uh, we have a beverage taste test that we're going to do live here on the podcast. This is a first for the Needless Things podcast. I am excited to be a part of this. What we have here is the last of the eggnog from this Christmas season that is currently, for reasons I can't really explain, sitting in the Star Wars buckets from AMC Theaters. It made perfect sense to me. I don't know. <laughs> You're like, oh, he's got a bucket with eggnog. <laughs> a bucket of eggnog. Yeah. And uh, the last of the Jacko Blast. Yes. Also from the, not from the Christmas season. No. But Jacko Blast is forever, I think. Yeah. So what we're going to do. I say it lasts until it's like not cold anymore. I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think you're right. Uh, is we're going to, however much you feel comfortable, we're going to take these Frankenstein glasses, because that's that's how we drink eggnog here in the Phantom Zone. That is fantastic. Out of Frankenstein cups. I like it. Uh, we're going to add... Those, are these vintage? No, no, not even. They're not probably really. Dollar Tree, actually. They look pretty awesome. Which, which makes them, you know, the cheap material makes them look vintage. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the advantages of Dollar Tree. Are they vintage? No, they're just shitty. So I'm going to throw some eggnog in that cup. Uh, yeah, I'll do however much you get. You do well. I don't here. Whatever you're comfortable with, just put it in there. <laughs> I'm back. Glug glug glug. And uh, we got, I think, just enough Jacko Blast in here for the both of us. I'm gonna put some, yeah, place that back in the yeah. appropriate eggnog receptacle, please. <laughs> Which is a bucket, clearly. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars bucket. Uh, I'm gonna put. That much Jacko Blast in there. Seems fair. And I should have brought some stirrers down because this is looking kind of disgusting right now. Do you you know what happens when you add uh, Jacko Blast to eggnog? It looks like swamp ass. It just sits on top of the eggnog. Yeah, it does. It creates a colloid. Or is that a suspension? That's a suspension. Yeah. That's a suspension. It's been a long time since I was in high school chemistry. We're going to shake these up a little bit. And it'll it seems to be nice mixing. Swirl. You know what? I might even stick my finger in there and <laughs> swizzle it around a little bit. That's gonna add some flavor. Give it the old swizzle finger. All right, it's, it's a Hawaiian mix. I just cheated a little bit because I just tasted my finger, and I gotta tell you, Ryan Cadaver, I think we're in for a fucking treat. <laughs> That's we, awesome. We may be polishing this off. Oh, I'm down. Are you ready? Yep. All right. We'll then we're it. gonna do uh, two uh, to podcasting. To podcasting. In three, two, here we go. That was one of the best goddamn things I've ever had. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh my god, that I was really, really good. I really didn't know, like, because I've, you know, at the end of the, day, I don't know how big a fan of eggnog you are. Oh, I love it. That's, I fucking love yeah, it. Yeah, I love it. And you know how at the end of the holiday season, when you're like, I'm gonna while we're sitting here talking, I'm pouring another one of those. Yeah, uh, that was great. At the end of the holiday season, when you're like, oh man, I don't know if I've had enough eggnog yet, like. 
I want some more, but then you go to the store and they're starting to run out. And that happened to me a couple of years ago, and all they had was pumpkin spice eggnog. And I was a little dubious of it. Yeah, that's odd. But I wanted eggnog, so I'm like, I'm going to take it. I'm going to give it a shot. And, but I am uh, like, I am totally one of those people that's like pumpkin spice, whatever. Like, yeah. Oh like, yeah, totally, dude. I had the. I, had, <laughs> I don't know if you saw the video I put up on Instagram where I put the the eggnog in the pumpkin spice life cereal <laughs> and ate it. I did see that. That it was, actually looked pretty good. It was amazing. But too for much like of a good thing. Three or four spoonfuls. Yeah, that's what I And then that was kind of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I had the pumpkin spice eggnog, and I was like, man, it was it was actually really good, and I wondered. If the Jacko Blast would achieve the same effect, and I gotta say, oh, that's fantastic! And it cuts out all the bite. Yeah, like, it really completely. does. Yeah, it really does. It's just got the flavor, and and not the because uh, Mrs. Troublemaker will she doesn't ever want pumpkin spice anything ever again after mm. after the Jason Olympics. Yeah, we I went think pretty we killed, hardcore. We killed a few people on Jacko yeah. Blast. I don't think yeah. Rad Ranger is gonna. Oh, I, 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 I bought a couple more bottles after that. Was, <laughs> this is awesome, but I love it. All right, so. We've uh, we've talked about movies a little bit. Ready Player One, uh, I, you know, I'm going to go see it. I'm not. I don't super love the trailers, but yeah. uh, there's no way I can't see a movie totally centered around pop culture. Yeah, because you know, like at least 15 of your favorite characters are going to show up. Yeah, in I some know, way. Right. Yeah, and that well, and that'll be part of the fun of the movies sitting there watching. Because I don't, I don't know if Iron Giant was in the first trailer or not, but he was at the end of the one we saw today. Yeah. Well, dude, okay. I'm already in, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. right. I feel like this ha- has to be a hit. I mean, Spielberg has got, so. like, all these, like, cool characters, you know. Yeah. I think it'll be a good one. I think, And speaking of hits, I think it's really funny that Jumanji has done so much better than they actually expected it to. Yeah. Uh, because there's, you know, in that world, you know, this doesn't give anything about the movie away, but, but like, that world and that concept, there's plenty of room for... For other versions, for sequels, yeah, for something like Zathura to come back, which yeah. wasn't uh, wasn't. It's funny. I've I've with people talking about Jumanji lately. I've actually heard people refer to Zathura as a sequel to Jumanji, and it's not. Yeah, it's it's a not totally related to it thing. at all. It's yeah. Totally different movie, and it was actually Zathura was directed by John Favreau, and mm-hmm. it's the movie that got him the job directing Iron Man. Yeah, um, I like that movie. Yeah, I prefer. I never, I never liked Jumanji. Oh, I liked it, but it, I mean, I was probably like right at the age where when it came out. I was what like, were you like? Well, you were born in eighty seven. Yeah, when did it, it came out in ninety three. Oh yeah. So yeah, you were totally yeah. I was like a total mark for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and whereas I, you know, I was seventeen, so yeah. it was I was too cool for a kids movie. <laughs> yeah, and right? I mean, I've just always loved Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah. well, and he, you know, he does a great job in it, but just wasn't my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. But uh, Zathura. Hit me at exactly the right time. Yeah, this weird science fiction, like totally different from anything else that came out at the time. Yeah, yeah, I dug it. I, I would, uh, you know, they could connect those two. They could do something else with Jumanji. There's, there's a lot of room. And well, they could do as a thorough video game. Oh man, dude, I want a video game of this new Jumanji. Yeah, I it because after it was over, uh, Phantom Junior was like, "Why aren't there toys of this?" Yeah, and I told him because uh, there, there's not really much merchandising for it at all. If anything, I, I don't think I've seen anything, and I think they really didn't think weren't too sure about yeah. it. Like, I mean, I've seen the ads, and I've seen you know, I've seen plenty of ads for it, and I've seen plenty of posters, but yeah, I don't think I've seen a single toy like collectible no, anything. No, nothing. Yeah. 
Uh, but, uh, you know, and, that, and, that's going to change when the next one comes out. Yeah. And I can tell from the, the first trailer, I was like, this is going to be pretty good. Like, I, I was pretty confident that it was going to be good. Man, it's it's really fun. Uh, and, and actually, since we're talking about Jumanji starring the dazzling Dwayne Johnson, yeah. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yes. What do you think about Rampage? Oh, I think it looks awesome. I'm fucking stoked. I'm about totally Rampage. down. Yeah, especially uh, when the the crocodile thing shows up at the end. Or well, and that was because uh, I I love that game. Oh, that game's awesome. Okay, when I was a kid, huh? roller rink birthday parties were the thing. Yeah, I probably went to ten. Yeah, the birthday parties at the roller skating rink or the bowling alley. Yeah, and while I'm okay with bowling, uh, it's not anything. That I personally am going to be like, hey, everybody, let's go bowling. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'll go bowling. But yeah. But, like, roller skating is just not, I, I could never do it. I've never done it. Have you ever, are you, have you, yeah, are you I capable? Can, I can, yeah, I can do roller <laughs> skating. Totally suck at ice skating. It's embarrassing. Oh, I wouldn't even try. Yeah, like, I, I went ice skating with some friends and I kept trying to pretend I was having a good time. And, like, I was just, like, wobbling and, like, literally what everyone was doing was making my shins bleed and stuff. So, what? it was really bad. Oh, like, my I, gosh. The way I was wearing the shoes and the way my feet were bending and I was, like, falling over. Oh, and there were kids zipping on past me. I'm like, ah, oh, I suck. See, that's And me. this was, like, a couple years ago. Like, this wasn't, like, when I was a kid. This was, like, a couple years ago. That's me roller skating. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even roller skate. Like, I, oh, I don't know if I can now. It's been years, but back in the day, I used to go to the roller rink. And I was I don't, now I almost think we should have a, a needless things roller, roller skating skate party. And yeah. just see what happens. Yeah, uh, but anyway, all those roller skating birthday parties, I would just play Rampage in the arcade. So that game, I love it. I love the arcade version. I love yep. the Nintendo version. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the follow-ups. I did one on PlayStation that was really good. Yeah, the Rampage World Tour. Is that N sixty four? Yeah, that might have been Nintendo sixty four. But anyway, yeah, love the game. Yeah. So the first time I saw the trailer, uh, you know, initially I'm a little concerned because The Rock seems to be taking things a little too seriously. Yeah. But then. Yeah, he's like, like, he's my buddy. Yeah. Uh, he's gotten huge. Uh, yeah. What did you do to my he's friend? He's like, what did you do to my friend? Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's that was the line. line where I was like, all right. Come on. But then, like, halfway through the trailer, they're like, oh, you haven't heard about the 30-foot wolf? Yeah. And I was like, okay, here yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and he's doing and the, the Negan going. voice when he says that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. totally being uh, Negan. Well, and that's the thing, is you've got The Rock, you've got Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. Uh, you know, just those two, I'm yeah. going to go see that movie. Oh, I don't yeah, care no. what it is. It's going to be awesome. I don't care if it's the history of cheese. I'm Ooh. going to see that movie. Uh, I really like the, uh, how it, like, because he is all serious and then he's all confident and he gets in the helicopter and he's like, let's go save the world or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's, he's like, oh, I don't it's know. It's coming back to me. Yeah, I'm getting it. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. But then the, t- the tag at the end, like, uh, I was about to say the only thing missing was a, 20 foot crocodile or whatever yeah. he said. Yeah. Uh, I'm totally stoked about Rampage. Oh yeah, it looks awesome. Totally stoked. I'm, and, I'm all in. And there are people who are like, oh, this is stupid. And you're like, yes. Yeah. Sometimes so, movies are. Yeah. And it's great. And, and you know what? Look back at some of your favorite movies that you loved as a kid. Probably pretty stupid. Yeah. Like really, you know? It's interesting because I was thinking about that. Like, you're calling it stupid, yet your favorite movie is like Monster Squad or something. Right. Like, the idea that it's stupid. It's goofy. But it's but an it's awesome, awesome movie. Exactly. Right. right. Yeah. And that's... I'm, I'm jealous of my son because uh, we were talking... I was talking to somebody about Pacific Rim the other day, which actually... Uh, Pacific Rim Uprising. I hate the trailers. Me too. So much. Me too. Uh, I'm totally with you. The original Pacific Rim mm-hmm. was one of his first 
big, like, grown-up movies. Yeah. Because it's PG-13. Yeah. And it came out, when did it come out? 2000, it wasn't 2012, 2014, 13 or 14, but anyway, he was, he was a little young. Yeah. He loved it. Yeah. And, uh, like, I'm jealous of him now because somebody asked me about some movie and I was like, oh, he, he loved it. And it made me think about my own childhood and like, I loved everything. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have the cynicism. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he's in that stage now where, to him, like, everything is cool. He's like, like, this is a cool movie. We didn't, when we went and saw The Last Jedi, because we, we've covered it thoroughly, everybody here knows, yeah. you know, the first time I saw it, yeah, I didn't like it. But I didn't say that. No. Because he loved it. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I don't... Good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. But the Pacific Rim Uprising trailer, the first time we saw it, uh, afterwards, I, I think I had, like, right after we started, I think I had to go to work or go to bed or something. But he asked uh, my wife, he's like, didn't we like the first movie? And she's like, yeah, yeah, the first movie was really good. And he's like, why does this just look like a Power Rangers movie? <laughs> like, he's annoyed. Yeah. That this follow-up doesn't look as cool. And yeah. that's, to me, like, because the it, when we walked into the movie today, that trailer was, like, halfway through, and it was the stupid, like, big, loud... Almost Limp Biscuity hip hop song. I know, like Limp Biscuit meets Kanye the, West. Yeah, it's the one that and, they've used in like twenty. I feel oh like they've gosh. used it in like every trailer. Well, here's the thing, or maybe there's just like a million songs that sound like that because I don't keep up. That's what it is. Yeah, is Kanye West put out that one song that no one man should have all that power? Yeah, yeah. Kanye West put out that song. That song has been used in over a dozen car commercials, yeah. movie trailers, whatever. Yeah. But then they're like. 20 other songs that sound just like that yeah. song yeah. that are also used in all these trailers and everything. And that's what the Pacific Rim uses that. And, like, I want it to be good. Yeah. I love the first one. Uh, Stephen S. DeKnight is directing it. He's yeah. never directed before, but he's been a part of a lot of television shows I love. He was a showrunner for Daredevil. Oh, wow. um, he's He did uh, uh, Spartacus. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's done some awesome stuff, but he's never directed. Yeah. And I'm a little concerned that the studio took it away from him a little bit, uh, which is weird because it's legendary and everything they do is pretty awesome. But, like, man, that trailer's terrible. Yeah, it's really bad. And I love John Boyega and yep. the, uh, I can't remember her name, but the girl from the first one is back in this one. Yeah, Charlie Day is in it. Uh, it looks yeah, like he's oh, is Charlie, Charlie Day's back? Yeah, yeah. Ron, would you know if Ron Perlman's back? I yeah, I don't so. think I don't think so. No, because uh, he cut his way out of the monster in the first one. Yeah, maybe they like give him a cameo. He's not in anything at the very I've least. Seen. Hannibal something. I think his character was Hannibal something. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, yeah like Charlie expecting. Day looks like he's like in charge now. Like he's like he went from being like normal scientist guy oh, to being, okay. like, one of the main guys. Okay, okay. Um, nah. Yeah, it, I like him a lot. But it's, it's oh no, he's great. He's awesome. Yeah, he's, he's great. Awesome. But yeah, it, that trailer did nothing for me. Like, yeah, it's, it's I felt the exact same way. I was like, it literally just looked like, you know, like Power Rangers. That's perfect. Yeah, I mean, it, it, like, uh, and, and I even like the new Power Rangers movie, but right. it was Power Rangers, though. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Um, it, didn't look, it just didn't look like the epic, like, you know, robots versus monsters, but not, like, but, like, it kind of took it seriously, and it worked, you know? Like, it yeah. took it seriously where it needed it to, and I think, I think the first one's a great movie. And this one almost feels like... Like, hey, you remember that awesome Robots and Monsters movie? Well, now it's yeah, well, fun it's, and colorful. Yeah, it's fun and colorful. And then they're like, 
Well, you know what's cooler than a robot fighting a monster? Like, 20 robots and 20 monsters. And, like, it's like, all right. Yeah. It's like you're going... like it's not to the be way to go. Yeah. They're what just trying to go bigger. Phantom Jr. just walked into the room, actually. What Do you want to say real quick, what did you think of the new Pacific Rim trailer? Um... Because we, what I just said is that you you liked the first movie, but that this one maybe doesn't look quite as cool. I didn't really, I didn't really see the first. I mean, I didn't. Really well, you saw the first movie in the theater, but you probably haven't seen it in a while. I haven't seen. I haven't. I didn't really um, pay attention to the second trailer. The one we saw today. Yeah, because as soon as we walked in, it like ended. Oh, okay, but we saw it before. Yeah, I, I don't really remember it. Oh, okay. Well, and that that right there is pretty bad. Yeah, that is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the trailer about giant monsters fighting giant robots. I should remember that. Yeah, yeah like Rampage, I'm not going to forget that. Right, yeah. yeah. You, you The Rampage yeah. trailer. That looks awesome. That's awesome, right? Yeah. What, is there anything you want to talk about? Are there any movies coming out that you want to see? I definitely want to see Black Panther. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, and we ha- we haven't talked about Marvel no. stuff yet. What what looks cool about Black Panther? Um, the first trailer when he was sneaking around the trees. Yeah, yeah, that looked cool, and his like vehicles and everything look awesome. Like, yeah, all, all the, the vehicles look really cool. All the Wakandan technology, yeah, looks pretty cool. And his suit looks so cool with like I love all the light inlays in the suit and everything. Have you seen the? Uh, there's a, I think it's a Walgreens exclusive, but I'm not positive. There's an exclusive figure that's called like the Panther Power figure. What? <laughs> and in the movie, apparently he's got like purple ground effects on the suit. Yeah. The yeah. light up. That's in the trailer, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah. I yeah. don't know that I've ever even noticed There's it. Yeah. There's two Lego sets, and both of the Black Panther, both of the Black Panthers are different. One has yellow on him and one has purple. Yeah, the the in the trailer it shows him for a second. He's got like this purple like lighting. Kind oh, okay. Of thing and it looks awesome. Well, the figure that they're doing that's like it's Panther an exclusive. Power. It's a version of that. Yeah, it looks like it's pink. Oh, and I was like, why are they not calling this the Pink Panther? <laughs> Which is terrible, and obviously they're not going to do that. But that's like it's one of those things where like in toys sometimes the color correction doesn't totally work right. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's kind of funny. No, that the Pink Panther is pretty good. Uh, yeah, but no, I think that movie looks awesome. I'm actually more excited about that than Infinity War. I am too. Yeah, and and the all, I think the only reason I'm more excited. How do you feel, Phantom Junior? How do you feel about Infinity War? I think it's going to be pretty cool. But are you? What are you more excited about, that or Black Panther? That the Infinity War. Infinity War. Okay, yeah. I think for me. Black Panther is easier to get a handle on. Yeah. Like, Infinity War is so massive that I just can't imagine how they're going to do it justice. Yeah, like, I'm sure it'll be good, but, like, yeah, exactly. Like, in my mind, I'm like, how could all these characters possibly have any meaningful moments at all in this movie? Right. And Uh, we still don't know where the Soul Gem is. Is the Soul Gem... I've already lost yeah. track of all that. Uh, yeah, I can't keep, oh, he's... Dude, he knows what's up. I yeah. can't keep track of yeah. anything. What is the soul gem? The orange uh, gem that... Have we yeah. seen it before? No. Oh, so it hasn't showed up no. at all yet? So that'll be in the movie then, I'm guessing. It'll probably it's open with them Black finding Panther. it or something. It's either going to be in Black Panther or the beginning of Infinity War. I bet it'll be in Black Panther. That'll be cool. That would although, make sense. although I've got to say, 
putting the soul gem in Black Panther is a little on the nose, maybe. <laughs> well, maybe you can find it if it's got like a nice like soul glow to it. <laughs> you know, let your soul glow. Uh, so yeah, so we're missing one gem still. We haven't seen yet. Uh, it's a guy. It's got to be Black Panther. They, I mean, yeah, there's they've they've got them all so up. much story to tell in Infinity War. There's no it's way be, they can save it for that. Yeah, it, it, like I feel like the movie's gonna have to be like three hours long. <laughs> I feel like the opening of Infinity War is gonna be Thanos just destroying uh, that planet from the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh where yeah, they kept, what was that? That wasn't the time gem. What was that? With the collector. The purple one. The purple one. Whatever that was. Whatever gem it was in the first Guardians. Yeah. Where the, the, that they put in the vault on yeah, the, on the Nova Corps yeah. planet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, at the end of the movie. I think the, the Nova opening guy, of yeah. that movie is going to be Thanos just destroying Doesn't the Doesn't the Nova collector Corps have planet. one of them? Like the red one or something? I don't think he has one anymore, does oh, okay. he? No, he used to have the purple one. Okay, yeah. so right now, one is in... Doctor Strange has one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um... There's one in Asgard. No, in, no, no. The one in Asgard. What happened to the one in the second Thor movie? Where's that? That's the red, the red one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't. He know just what no. Happened. It's back in Asgard because remember at the end of the second Thor movie, he has the gem and he's got Loki in the cuffs and they go back to Asgard. But it can't be in Asgard. Oh, it can't Asgard be in Asgard. <laughs> Is that the one Loki had at the end of Ragnarok? It has to be. It's got to be. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It has yeah. to be. Um, so we've got the one on the Nova Corps planet. Those two, uh, the one in Vision's forehead. Yep, yep. And that leaves the Soul Gem. Which, there's only there's one. one. Way he's What's the that? other one? The blue one. With the blue one was the one in Loki's staff, yeah. right? Yeah. The Tesseract. Yeah. And the Tesseract is wherever Red Skull went, right? Didn't the Tesseract yeah, destroy he, Red he Skull? Yeah. Or did they get it back at the end of that one? Or well, maybe it fell. Oh, is it still in? Loki's yeah, I think scepter? it is. Yeah. So Shield has it. Oh yeah, because he had it. Uh, he had it in a scepter in Avengers. Right, right. We're like piecing this together, like piece yeah. Piece. Well, that's yeah. what, and yeah. I'm sure the listeners like. There are probably a couple that already know all this. Yeah, but I'm sure everybody else is like, "Where is that stuff?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's cool. It is cool to like keep up with all that stuff. That they being should. said, after this, like. No more stones, no more boxes, no more... I don't, I don't think there will be, though. Yeah. I, think, I think after... Infinity, it's a cool way to bring everybody in. Originally, it makes perfect sense. But. Originally, Infinity War was going to be two parts. Yeah. I think it still and is. I no. think... Oh, well, no. here's the thing. It kind of is. Right. I think what's going to happen is at the end of this one, um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to conclude in some way, mm-hmm. but the story is going to continue into maybe the first part of the next phase. Do we got any predictions on who's going to make it out of this one? Man, I have no idea. Yeah. I, well, Definitely Spider-Man and the Guardians. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Yeah. Or, or at least Spider-Man. Well, no, because we know James Gunn is doing Guardians 3. Yeah. That's done. Yeah. That's, we, we know that for sure. And um, I don't think James Gunn would let his... His kind of cre- almost creations, you know, die without him being involved. There have been rumors that James Gunn is going to, they're going to start a whole new Marvel cosmic thing, and that James Gunn will be the Kevin that. Feige of that. I would love that. And there that. will almost be its own thing, and they'll do That'd the Kree so Shiar great. War. And think about this if that Fox deal, because I don't think the Fox deal is 100% yet. Like, the the money like it's on the table, but I think the government has to say it's okay. 
I don't know that it's a hundred percent done deal because it's almost like a monopoly, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know that the government has totally approved it yet. Yeah, but if Marvel has Fantastic Four uh, and X Men now, that has to change everything. Yeah, it will. And let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, I want the Fantastic Four in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, totally for sure, over the X Men. Like, and that's the thing is, I don't know that I even want the X. The, the mutant stuff, because now it's well, not just the X-Men, it's going to be New Mutants, yeah, it's going to be Legion, looks, it's going to be that's all of that. That's coming out next year, that looks awesome. Yeah, I'm stoked for New Mutants. Yeah. I, I love that it's a horror movie, because, too. you know, people at first were like, what is this? But if, you know, I grew up in the 80s reading New Mutants, yeah. and New Mutants was the weird stuff. Like, Bill Sankovich and Chris Claremont were telling these horror stories. Yeah. Like, it was... It was some Our? of the earliest, like, kind of scary comics I read. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember so, reading some of them. They were always, like, bizarre. Yeah, it was always like, really yeah. weird yeah. stuff, outlandish stuff. Whereas the... No, the, the trailer made perfect sense to me. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. why wouldn't it be? Yeah. I'm totally stoked about it. That's uh, why I love Legion. It's got, like, a horror yeah, element Legion was it's... tremendous. I haven't watched Gifted yet. We've got them all on the DVR. I haven't watched Gifted yet. I haven't watched yeah. them yet. Yeah. What do you, uh, Phantom Jr., uh, do you think the X-Men need to be with the Avengers, or should they have their own um, movies? Because you haven't even really seen that many X-Men movies. No, I've only seen one. Yeah. Um, at the beginning, when I first saw the first New New Mutants trailer, since it doesn't say, like, what the movie is at the beginning of the trailer, I thought it was just a horror movie. Yeah, with yeah. With powers. Yeah, totally. Which is cool. Yeah, I'm... Because I'm, it's something that hasn't been done. Yeah, I'm, yeah, exactly. Like, there's been, there's been stuff like Blade... And stuff, but like this is like it's like literally like you know super powered people in these in these horrific situations yeah. and like and like with all the uh, the stuff in, in Legion dealing with like mental illness and stuff and like you know I just I like that direction I like telling interesting stories with these characters that you know you may be somewhat familiar with you know I think it's cool like I would be cool like I know at one point it was on the table for Aquaman to be like a horror movie. Like a straight, really? up, yeah. They, at one point, it was in talks to be like a, a horror movie. And I don't know, did you ever read like the the? I think it was like the New Fifty Two Aquaman, where it was like the trench or whatever. No, I never. And did. there was like all these like it was it was awesome actually. Like the New Fifty Two Aquaman stuff was really good. I, I've heard that, <clears throat> but like uh, you know, basically like there's these you know in the deep deep depths, you know, in the darkest parts of the ocean, there's these like you know evil like fish people that are like coming up and like eating all these people, and it's like horrific stuff. And I'm like, I want to see that. Is it almost movie. like Cthulhu type stuff? Yeah, yeah, it's that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, and it's like you know, and you've seen like you know those fish with like the little lights over their head. Oh yeah, those, they're like uh, those, but like hu- like human bodies. What almost. are those called? Yeah. Oh man, I just, I was actually just reading. Um, if you're reading uh, Dark Knight's Metal right now, I need to. I've oh, really dude, you really need to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Uh, Aquaman actually was just talking to one of those kind of fish, and I can't remember what they're called. Uh, what are you, out of the DC movies that we know are coming out, what are you excited for? We we know for sure Aquaman, Shazam. Is Green Lantern Corps off the table? Because it was announced. I don't think it's off the table, but it's it's as it's no more certain than anything else. Like Flash or anything. Right. There were yeah. Green Lanterns in the... Yeah, they had a Green Lantern in Justice League. Yeah, yeah and I heard so, I mean, the original cut, which I don't think we'll ever see, but I heard in the original cut, 
uh, he had like a bigger role. And I heard that that was less of a flashback and like more of like an actual scene with dialogue yeah. and stuff. I could have seen that opening the movie. Yeah, I think that's how it originally yeah. was. Yeah, and then and then they cut that out. So we know Wonder Woman two is going to happen. Shazam's going to happen. Aquaman's going to happen. Anything else we're not too sure about? Out of those three, what are you most excited for? Um. Probably an Aquaman movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because the bad guy could either be Black Manta yes. or the guy who can the bad guy who controls all the fish. Well, I think Ocean Master and yeah, Black Manta are both supposed to be in it. Yeah, and Black uh, Ocean, I think Ocean awesome. Master Ocean Master is the dude from uh, Conjuring. Real? Oh, uh, it is Night, Night Owl from uh, yeah, Watchmen. I forgot. I can't ever they, remember his name, but uh, yeah. I love the guy. Yeah. He's Ocean Master, yep. and then they've cast somebody as Black Manta, but I can't remember who it is. Yeah, I'm But sure. the casting that they did for Black Manta suggests that we could also potentially get a Young Justice-style Aqualad. That would be cool. Uh, down the line, which, uh, real quick on that... Isn't Will- Willem Dafoe one of the Aquaman characters? Uh, He's been cast in a I movie. I think he I don't might know who be he the King of Atlantis. That would be pretty Maybe. cool. Yeah. That's possible. Yeah. Um... How do you guys feel to to because we got to wrap things up in a few minutes here? We know how we feel about the CBS streaming service. Yeah, they don't have enough. No, for us to watch Star Trek Discovery. I, I think I already know what you're going to ask, and I'm gonna I'm gonna sign up for the DC one. We have there's so much content. DC and Disney. Yeah, both launching streaming services. DC's streaming service is going to have a Teen Titans show. I know he's going to have the third season of Young Justice. Yep. And who knows what else? Probably a backlog of all the old stuff. But just for because the I don't know if you've seen the promotional images for Teen Titans. They oh, had, I have. They had Robin. Yeah. And uh, who else did they show? Uh, Hawk and Dove. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, dude, that looks awesome. They looked great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, yeah. I have you seen? Those? I didn't no. think that those would look. I'll good. show you. I'll show you the pictures after we finish recording. They showed Robin. And he and looks like up. Tim Drake. Yeah, Robin, yeah, yeah. Which is hilarious because people were like, judging by the costume, it's Jason Todd. And I was like, what are you talking about? But I think that was IO9, who yeah. never knows what they're talking about. Never. Uh, yeah, Hawk they and, showed Robin Hawk and Hawk and Dove. Great. Uh, it's a live action. Yeah. It's a live action Teen Titans show. Yeah. Uh, which I wouldn't have really thought of Hawk and Dove being in, but I'm totally cool with that. Uh, you know, no, well, I like it. Yeah. Um, they look good. And then. Disney streaming, to me, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. Because even if you don't sense. include the Marvel stuff and Star Wars, Disney has enough stuff to justify a streaming service on their own. Yeah. It's like good and bad, because eventually, I'm like, uh, like a couple years ago, I'm like, yeah, I cut the cord. I don't pay for cable. Yeah, right. And then it's like I'm, sign, like, I'm already signed up for Shudder, and I got, you know, WWE Network, yeah. and then Netflix. Like, eventually, I'll be paying the same as, as I cable. I feel like a rumor trailer of... Um, live action Teen Titans. I saw like a rumor trailer. It was Robin in a Nightwing costume. Oh, right. well, and that's one of the things they've been saying about Teen Titans is that it'll be partially about. Well, yeah, a Nightwing movie is supposedly happening. And a Batgirl. And a Batgirl. Weed. Joss Whedon's Batgirl. Yeah. So much crazy stuff. That, I don't think that's knows? happening. I don't know why. You don't think Whedon's Batgirl will happen? I hope it does because that sounds awesome. It. I, I think, feel like he would kill a, a Batgirl. Yeah, movie. but I think in our current. Environment, Whedon's got a lot, a lot of heat on him. Oh yeah, and I so, feel like he's, I feel like he's uh, washed his hands of Justice League. Has he? I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like he does. Like, well, I mean, you know, you know how like 
articles are and stuff. But, I mean, I, there was, like, a tweet where somebody, like, tweeted and was like, oh, Justice League was, like, a big pile of trash or something. And, like, he, like, liked, he basically said liked it, it and was like, yeah. you know. Well, you know, you can only do so much. Yeah. All, all we can do at this point is hope that Warner Brothers has learned what they need to learn and going forward we'll see some cool stuff. Well, I think what's going to happen is I think Aquaman's going to be really good. And people are going to be like, oh, they... They cur- oh, I think Suicide Squad 2 is definite. Is it? Yeah. I heard it was. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, see, like, there's no clear... Like, I feel I like Marvel's very clear on what they're doing. Right, we know what and Marvel's doing like, for the next at yeah, least three years. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, with Marvel, I'm like, okay, we got we got Ant-Man this year, and we got this coming Captain out this Marvel. year. Captain- yeah, but it's like all this stuff coming up, and it's like you know what's happening. Yeah. And with uh, DC, it's a little scary. Which is almost kind of cool, though, because, like... As much as I like the idea of let's stick to a continuity, I also love the idea of something crazy like Martin Scorsese's Joker origin movie. Like <laughs> that would be so awesome. Like I want, yeah, I want to yeah, see that. Yeah, of, of course, course I want to see, see that. that. So yeah, I feel like maybe they're gonna they're gonna just do a heart reset or they're gonna. I don't want to reset. But I don't I want them to reset. pull the plug. As far as, like, trying to limit everyone by being, like, you have to stick to this yeah. format. Now, if they want to keep, like, you know, do Justice League 2 and have them back in it and have the same characters continue on, totally cool with that. Sure. Maybe do some have cam- a Have a central continuity yep. with maybe one movie every couple of years. That ties it But together. also be willing to do offshoot stuff yes. that yes. doesn't necessarily, you know, stick to the formula. Because, I, I mean, if you look at the history of it, we've got, you know... We've got Tim Burton's Batman stuff, yep. Joel Schumacher's Batman stuff, yep. um, Christopher Nolan's, the current, like, you you can get away with not being beholden to everything that's going on. Yeah, exactly. You know, look, at, we're getting a Venom movie that doesn't even have Spider-Man in it. I don't know how I feel about that. <sighs> Who knows how that's going to work? It has to be at least, like, 15 minutes for it to be able to work. It's, well, I, I don't, I mean, we got Tom Hardy's in it. There's been plenty of stuff that's come out that I'm like, that won't work, and it works. So, I mean... Yeah, that's the know, thing. Is yeah. I, I can't look at anything and say definitively, that's, yeah. that's ridiculous. Because <laughs> it may be, but it also may not be. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Pacific I agree. Rim should never have worked. No. It no. shouldn't have been successful. No. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But they... The, the stars aligned, they yeah. got all the things just right, yeah. and, and it worked. So you never know. Yeah, you never know. Even That's... Kong Skull Island. That movie was so awesome. Right. I well, loved it. Look, even what we saw today, Jumanji. Yeah. You know, thir- 14 years later, yeah. we get a new Jumanji movie. Yeah. Uh, out of all things, Jumanji? Yeah. But it's, it's great, and it's exceeding the studio's expectations. Which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those things you never know. You know, you just gotta hope that there's good filmmakers behind it. You know? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. If you've got good writers and good filmmakers, they can make any what concept yeah. watchable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, so freaking Guardians of the Galaxy shouldn't work. Yeah, right. It's you know? absurd. It's I, rem- I remember specifically the first Ant Man, which I love that movie. Yeah, me too. The first Ant Man, I specifically remember people coming up to me and like we were talking comics and stuff at work and stuff. And they're like, "Oh, well, Marvel's first big misstep yes. is going to be Ant Man. It's going to be terrible." Yeah, everybody was well, not everybody, but like lots. Uh, of there, people. there was a vocal presence yeah. of this is this is where Marvel starts to fail. Yep. 
people. And to me, all that is is the people wanting to jump on and be the first one that called it. Yeah, you know what is. I mean. It is because like I don't want anything to fail. Like no, I want, I, I want, want stuff to be good. To do well, even stuff I don't like, yeah. I want to do well yeah. because man, make more. Other people like it. Yeah. If if Ready Player One, if I hate it, but everybody else loves it, yeah, I want another Ready Player One because exactly. it's good for everybody else. Exactly. You know, that's how I feel. The only the, like I would never wish ill upon anything except Pepsi. Yeah, Pepsi's I hate awful. Pepsi. Pepsi Pepsi's sucks. terrible. Huh? If they make another Ready Player One movie, it should be called Ready Player Two. There you go. There you go. And it's it'll a, actually, be, it'll be that's conflict. probably exactly what it'll be. Yeah. It's done. Ready Player Three, Ready Player Four. Yeah, they just keep going. Yeah. Uh, so. They'll never we, run out of content. Ready Player 100. No. We gotta, uh, we gotta wrap this thing up. Looking ahead at 2018, is there anything that we haven't talked about? That you're specifically excited about the Purge Four, the Island. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just Stop. kidding. <laughs> you got a whole list. We didn't even. We didn't. A Wreck It Ralph too. Um, that. What do you? What have you seen about it? Um, I didn't know that. Or did you just love the first one so much? You're ready. The first one's incredible. I know there is a trailer, but it's not much of really. Is it just like a little teaser? Yeah, it's like Vanellope and Ralph going th- like they're. I can't, I don't even know how to describe it, but they're going through like a tube. Okay. But that's it. Oh, it's the internet, right? It's yeah. like the whole internet. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. like traveling yeah, yeah, yeah. through the internet. Yeah, I think we watched the teaser. I know what yeah. you're talking about. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm so. I thought that, that was an excellent movie. So yeah, it was. I'm, I'm it all was. about it. Um, I mean, as far as stuff coming out, like I'm excited about uh, the new Halloween, which I think is going to be 2018. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure. Like, so then, uh, I'm excited about that new mutants we talked about. Uh, I'm trying to think of stuff we haven't talked about. There's a Teen Titans Go movie, which a uh, theatrical release. Yeah, did you know about that? No. I thought I told you about it. Yeah, they're doing a theatrical Teen Titans Go. Which theatrical mean? I mean, it's coming out in movie theaters. Oh. Which, like, those episodes are like 11 minutes. I know, I know. So I was you, like, how, how is this going to be all that? Maybe it's for... going to be as long as the Minions movie. Well, that's, no, that is. It's going to be like an hour and a half, you know, 80, 89, yeah. you know, 100 minutes or whatever. I don't know how you do that. And I loved, we love Teen Titans Go. I know a lot of people don't it. like it because they it. couldn't adjust to it from Young Justice. Yeah. But, I mean, we love it. I, but even loving it, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'll totally be. I right. have faith in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if this comes out in 2018 or not, but Incredibles 2. Yeah, Incredibles 2 is yep. 2018. Yep. Yes. Uh, that Robert Rodriguez maybe Alita Battle Ant- oh, Angel. Oh, dude. Dude, that looks amazing. I'm not a big anime fan. Yeah. But Battle Angel Alita. I'm very picky about the anime. I I'm love. Into. Actually, you know what? Have you seen? Have you seen it? No. Like I, I have an extra copy of it. I will give to you. Really? It's awesome. Oh I wow! Love okay. It. Sweet. Uh, and I even read the manga, and I definitely don't read much of that. Yeah, yeah. I read that. I love nice, that story. Nice. I love those characters. I'm totally stoked for that. And I was concerned about Robert Rodriguez great. doing it. Yeah. Because I'm a huge fan of his. But it didn't seem like he was a good fit for that. Yeah. But after seeing the trailer, personally, I am totally down with the CGI's. Yeah, I, th- I think it looks perfect. People were like, "That's too weird," but I love the idea that we're taking that anime look, yeah. and applying it to a real character. Like we're supposed to feel the uncanny valley with her. That's yeah. the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love it. I'm I got, yeah, I got that stoked. from the trailer, and like I know nothing about the source material really, but like I, I think I've got it right over here. I'll give that'd it to be you. awesome. You have it because I, I ordered. I thought my copy was gone, so yeah. I ordered a copy, and then I found my copy. Oh, nice! So you, nice. Can, you can have this other one. 
Well, yeah. Um, I mean, aside from that, like Deadpool two, obviously. Yeah, of course. Gonna be yeah. Good. Which Phantom Junior, you can see that in like ten years. <laughs> Deadpool. Um, not ex- I. I'm not excited at all about Solo. Really? Yeah, it sucks. Oh. I, I know. It, I know. I'll probably like it, but like. I just I want new stories. That's like actually why I like Last Jedi. Like I like new it was stuff. So new. Yeah, I like I like to I, I like it to move forward. I don't want to go back. And no, I, feel I like, want to mix because I, I love Rogue One. Well, I Rogue One is my favorite post. But it was like movie. it was a new. It was a story that like we knew the conclusion, but we didn't really know what happened. And, that's what Solo is. <clears throat> but we like so, Han Solo is not a hero. Like, he is a hero now to us, but right. he wasn't before. Well, but you can love, like, Indiana Jones. Yeah. I mean, if you look at him, he's not really a hero. Yeah. Like, he's just a guy who wants stuff in a museum. He's kind of a jerk, really. Yeah. Yeah, and I that's, don't know. You know and I do love, the I do love Indiana I, Jones. The kid, you know, the kid looks great. I've, yeah. the, the few, the little bit of, of uh, stuff I've seen with him, I can see it. I can totally um, see it, yeah. I love What's-Her-Face Daenerys. I'm not, like, I'm not even saying it's going to be bad. I'm just no, saying, I, I'm, I know, I'm I just know. saying, like, I, I'm having a really hard time finding myself to get hyped about it. You know it what, I wish, I wish they were holding it till December. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm a little bummed it's coming out in May. Because yeah. I love having a Christmas Star Wars movie. Me too. Me and... Too. The problem with it coming out in May is it's killing the Last Jedi toy line. Yeah. Because assuming there's going to be a solo toy line, that's going to launch in about two or three months here, which means the Last Jedi is not going to get the secondary wave that, like, Force Awakens and other movies have gotten. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm kind of, because I, I just now have gotten Kylo Ren's fighter and the crate fighter thing yeah. over there. Yeah. And, like, I dig them. I want more Last Jedi toys. Yeah. But I don't know if it's going to happen or not. Yeah, so I mean that—that's about it. Isle of Dogs, the Wes Anderson movie, looks really good. How do you feel? I actually mentioned that to your mom because you and I went and saw some movie and it had the trailer for Isle of Dogs in front of it. You remember that? The stop motion, all the dogs on the island. Where you didn't seem super excited. Is it too weird? Oh, it's very. It kind of looks weird. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, you love dogs, and I thought you were going to love that trailer, but you were kind of like, eh. Did you see? Uh, did y'all see Fantastic Mr. Fox? He has not seen it. It's great. See Loved what? it. Fantastic Mr. Fox. It's by the same guy that did I Love Dogs. Oh. I yeah. I definitely. I don't know if if he's not interested in it. I probably won't see I Love Dogs in theater. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't even know if I will, but I just I I, I do want to see. I it. love it. Looks, it looks, I do too. Well, everything he's done, I absolutely. I, love. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. dislike any of his movies. Yeah, so. yeah. He's he's great. They need to make a ATAT Last Jedi tour. <laughs> Yeah, the gorilla-looking one. that one's awesome, yeah. That's yeah, great. Well, the thing with Last Jedi is there there's some Lego sets that they did. Yeah. That they didn't do toys of, because I want that bomber. I want the bombers oh, those so awesome. bad yeah, that they only did a Lego one. I want a toy version of Luke's Island. Yeah, that would like the old Dagobah playset for cool. Empire Strikes yeah. Back. That would be awesome. Put little porgs all over it. Well, that's why. I mean, that's why I bought that Luke figure from Target, because he comes with, you know, like, he had the little rocks and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's got the little rocks. It doesn't have any porgs. We need porg packs, people, and that's yeah. how we're going to close this thing out. Is we're going to say porg I'm, packs. We're going to throw numbers out. Um, I will say this: if Hasbro, Lego, uh, Jacks, if Jacks wants to do porg big figs, oh yeah, I'll buy all the porgs. <laughs> that's true. I will buy all the porgs. Yeah, if they every do a single pack one. of Lego porgs. If they do a pack of Hasbro porgs, I don't care. I'll buy them all. I already have like two. Phantom Junior, how many porgs would you buy? Two billion. Two billion porgs. That's a lot. Ryan Cadaver, what what format and how many? 
Like, what's uh, your dream porg? Uh, a a RPG video game where you play as a porg. Oh, dude. <laughs> porg life? Yes. Porg life. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Do it like The Sims, but yes. with porgs. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Needs That's to perfect. Yep. Guys, thank you. Uh, Phantom Jr., you live here anyway, so you were just stuck here. Ryan Cadaver, thanks for coming out to the Phantom man. Zone. Anytime. What have you guys got going on? You're working on stuff, right? We're, we're working on a new album. Uh, we're going to have, probably before this drops, we're going to have a new studio update. Uh, we just went to a cabin, recorded three songs. Uh, we wore pajamas. Three songs. I wore a lot of pajamas the whole time. <laughs> and I got grief about it the whole time. I'm like, I'm in a cabin. I'm recording music. I'm in pajamas. <laughs> but yeah, um, so... Uh, it's some really good stuff. We're doing some really interesting stuff. I don't want to give too much away. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about it. I'm excited about it. I know I know a little bit. I, obviously not as much as you know. Yeah. But I know a little bit, and I'm stoked. Yeah. Oh, and there, funny story real quick about the new album. So we went up there, and I've had this one song that we wrote like probably about six months ago. Mm. I was so excited about recording it, and I was like, I had everything written out, and it was about Dracula. And like, we went to Romania, and I was writing lyrics over there, and I'm like, I'm all hyped on it. And we go to record it, and I'm like, this sucks. Like, <laughs> this is awful. I'm like, this is the worst thing I've ever done. I was, like, really upset about it. Like, because, like, it sounded fine when I wrote it. Yeah. And then, like, and we don't really, like, well, like, we write stuff and then record it. Like, we don't really, like, play it live or anything before. So, like, you know, like, we, we play it together, but, like, we don't, like, do, like, you know, we don't play it out or anything. Right, right. So it's one of those things where, like, I was fairly confident it sounded good, but then once everything had been laid down and the music sounded so awesome and i was like this is so good and i laid down my tracks and i'm like i hate it i hate i was so mad so like i got like blackout drunk and the next day i woke up and i'm like in the shower halfway hanging out i'm like throwing up and like i got like i'm like i'm like i get an idea and i'm like oh we need to do a song about uh about alien basically i'll just go ahead and say yeah it's about alien okay so i'm like i'm like i need to do a song about alien i'm like that would be pretty cool and then i'll just start coming with all these ideas so i'm like in the shower throwing up writing a song (laughs) and like everyone's like what what's wrong ryan is he all right and i can like walk up the stairs and i'm like i got it and i lay down all the vocal tracks for it changed every single line it's my favorite song so oh that's awesome so look forward to that that's and you know what for anybody out there listening like so often that's how creativity happens yeah is you you build greatness on top of crap yeah like, you come up with what you think is going to be so great, and yeah. then you start to execute it, and yeah. you realize, this is terrible. But that realization sometimes leads to the next level. Yeah, and that and that's the thing. I feel like, you know, that's why there's so much, like, stuff out there that's not good. It's because some people don't have that realization. And it's right. a special talent to be able to realize, well, that's where I went wrong. Well, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing is they they may even realize that it's crap, but they feel like I put so much work into this that yeah, this is I'm what we're sticking with. Off. Yeah. Instead of being willing to throw it away. Yeah. So uh, that's that's one of my favorite songs, and we just did that over the weekend. And it's awesome because, like, none of us had ever heard it before. Like, it's just everyone's like, everyone in the band's like, this is completely different than what we practice, but this is awesome. So, like, it, it worked out. So Well, awesome. I cannot wait to hear the album. Yeah. Uh, and I cannot wait. I will talk about this in uh, either the intro. Well, and then I'll talk about it in the intro. I also cannot wait to hear the Casket Creatures at the Needless Things Podcast 200th episode yes. extravaganza. Yes. In just a couple of weeks. I'm so stoked. Uh, go on Facebook and look for that if you're part of the Needless Things Podcast Facebook group or you follow the Needless Things Facebook page, uh, then you will see the event. But this is a live event that is happening that I will detail. Like I said, you probably already heard about it in the intro. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so there you go. Ryan Cadaver, thank you for coming out. Thanks for having me. Phantom Jr., thank you for making your debut on the Needless Things podcast. That was awesome, buddy. And, uh, and uh, we'll see everybody sooner than later. Be sure to go to lesexoflex.com to download She Cold and all of the other wonderful music, wonderful, filthy, dirty music from Lesexoflex. Also, go to the Needless Things Podcast Facebook group and sign up or join or whatever it is you have to do on Facebook and RSVP for the Needless Things Podcast 200th episode extravaganza. It will be a night of entertainment like no other because I haven't planned any other nights of entertainment. So there's nothing like this one, uh, except there is stuff like this one, but it was on TV and it was like 30 years ago. You'll understand once you see it, whether you see it live or whether you see it later on uh, on YouTube or wherever we end up putting it. Or you just listen to the show. Whatever the case may be, it's going to be fantastic. And you, my friends, are going to be kicking yourselves if you aren't there to see it live the first time through. It's 2018. I want all of you to work hard at things you love. I want you to find ways to celebrate your life and the people around you. I want you to enjoy things. I want you to look at, you know, everybody's got stuff in their life that's no good. There's no way around that. Uh, it's just stuff you have to do that you don't like. But try and look at that stuff even in the most positive light you can. Look at 2018 and, and say to yourself, this is going to be a good year because I'm going to make it good. Uh, attitude does a lot. It sounds corny, but it's true. But most of all, remember, I love you guys. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to the Needless Things Podcast. You're the best. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, or in the ears of a Trader Vicks employee. And of course, it's at needlessthingssite.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh-huh.